Network. All right, welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to another episode of ET Network. I'm your host, Dead Man. With me, as always, Grave Robber DJ. Today, D- uh, Gibby or Podcast Daddy is joining us, and today's episode is brought to you by Paul Rubin's Privacy Screens. Get your private business done in public discreetly. Use code Peewee's Playtime for twenty percent off. <laughs> nice, <laughs> Hey. People want to break the public and break the law in public. Speak and, uh, into the microphone, DJ. There's no, a reason you point it at your mouth. <laughs> all right. We should all DJ our mics real quick. Hold yeah. on. Hold on. So I went to the store the other day to get condoms. And the clerk asked me if I want a paper bag. And I was like, ah, she's not that ugly. I'll just turn off the lights. <laughs> well, I mean, like, it's, it's like when I, was, when I went to the store and they were like, do you want menthols? And I was like... No, I like the way cigarettes actually taste. <laughs> hey, hey, don't be talking shit on menthols now, dude. No, you got to DJ one... it. You got to DJ it. You got to put it like way next to you. Okay, hold on. Hold on. All right. Wait, let me see if I can. There you go. Like finagle. that. Okay. Polly, want a cracker? There we go. I'm, I got to like. No, no, don't, don't speak into it. Don't, you you got to pull a DJ. Yeah. Okay. Just leave the mic somewhere in the area. Okay, all right, Beth, then I'll just leave it right here. I don't know if I talk loud enough where people can hear it, hopefully. We can still hear you. We yeah, we can. We got you. <laughs> I don't know if that just means I'm a loud motherfucker or not, then. that's the, It's pretty clear, actually. No, that's good. Gotta be loud, boys. Gotta be loud. <laughs> you just look so annoyed in the corner. <laughs> Ooh, me? No, not really. I'm... My, my he, he doesn't fucking kill me right. right now, so I don't want to fucking move that much. Man, when I do that, I don't fucking care. I'd rather just be laying down, really. Yeah, so would we all? But you know, we got. I, gotta... I could honestly still participate while laying down. Because right <laughs> you got a couch on you. Yeah. See, I can't. I'm in a chair, man. I gotta. I gotta be in an upright position. I'm in. A, I'm in one of those gaming chairs, but like, I still got like cushions for my back and stuff like that. Uh, don't worry, Susan. They're not really picking on me. I mean, this is something that annoys them. Personally, I don't really give a damn. <laughs> DJ's just setting a new trend. Yeah. You know, yeah. Like, so, yeah, trust me. This is not annoying to me. It's like, whatever. <laughs> Dead man is the one with the audio issues. Me, personally, like I said, I don't give a fuck. Yeah, because I'm the only one that cares about the show. But yeah. anyways. <laughs> damn. Who pissed in your coffee today, man? I told you my back's fucking killing me right now. I'd rather be fucking laying down. So right now it's like, don't let them. I was laying down until like five minutes before the show started. I have I was been knocked the hell out. Like I've been up since like ruling nine. Everything. But uh, so the, yeah. uh, huh? Is that how we prep for the show? Is we lay down for like ten minutes beforehand? <laughs> Pretty mm-hmm. much, and then Take just shoot quick. right up. Yeah, a little power nap, and then just fucking go. Yeah, man. But anyway, so... Mm. Wait, do power naps actually work? No. Yes, sometimes. <laughs> yes, if if yes, if it, if if that's what actually works for you, like for me, uh, like for me, like I can't. I I have to go down for like at least like an hour for me to feel anything. I have to time it right. It has to either be twenty three minutes. Or an hour and a half. Yeah. You know what I mean? 
Like like those micro naps where you like five minutes and you just wake up more fucked up than you went to sleep and you're just like, oh dear God. Right. Like, what's wrong like, with you? Shut up. Yeah, where like the only way to get up from that nap is to have a shower. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. Or to um, have like coffee already pre-made. Like as soon as your <laughs> eyes open, you wake up and just walk <laughs> right to the kitchen. Start There's no middle spot. Was as long as it takes for the coffee to drip. Like, <laughs> start snorting lines of crushed up coffee. Ah, fuck. It's that, it's that pure Colombian. Yeah. That's a surefire way to be brain dead. Dude. dude <laughs> I'm already there. What? what are you talking about? Yeah. Well, Gibby's from Michigan. Well, if you snort the Nescafe, you know, that's just dehydrated coffee. So it'll actually dissolve. It'll, it'll do something. But... Gibby wanted to talk about something on today's show. You want to talk? You want to? You want to? You want to go for it? Yeah, I wanted to bring up uh, Active or not Activision. Microsoft buying Activision after all of the shit that they've went through. For some yeah. reason, that that just cracks me up. That Microsoft was like, "Oh, we see all of the bad things that Activision is doing. And, you know, we are not cool with it. But then we're just gonna buy them like that." Does that make sense to anybody else, or does that make anybody else laugh like it does me? Actually, both. Truth be told, yeah. honestly, this is actually a brilliant move from Microsoft. They literally just purchased the highest-selling franchise in video game history, fucking Call of Duty. They, uh, you know, like, like I said, it would not be, it would not surprise me if they actually uh, tear down Activision and, and just keep the assets, you know, keep the properties. Yeah, like, okay, I didn't think th- about th- that. This is Microsoft's plan to actually, I don't know, like compete well compete and maybe even destroy sony because before this for the longest time sony has always, always had the exclusive shit you know if you had a you know, playstation chances are with the exception of microsoft you know first party you can get it through uh you know you get a playstation you're fine so what microsoft is doing right now is actually they're hoarding they're playing freaking uh standard oil right now you know they're, they're skirting it to the point where you know it's not you know it's like it's not a monopoly yet but they're pretty much closing in on on uh, sony and Trust me, as bad as the press right now, it will go away because these franchises still sell. And in the long run, yeah, no, this is a brilliant move. And this is actually smart and, and uh and this is actually a great opportunity because because of what happened, this gives Microsoft the chance to uh capitalize on it. Cause they tried to buy shoot, they tried to buy uh Mario and Nintendo properties at once upon a time, and Nintendo pretty much laughed in their face. No, they they licensed Nintendo for one year. <laughs> yeah, they, they licensed one. <laughs> But, but, but Nintendo pretty much like you want to own Mario, you want to you want to own self. Look at these guys. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, and that's yeah, the thing. No, like, you think Activision would sell if it wasn't for what's going on right now? Like sometimes this this is business buy, sell, and trade. There's always no, trade offs. No, I, I think if take. I think if I think if something like this happened any other time, Activision would be like, uh, you're gonna have to up that. Uh, up that buying price by another mm, hundred million at least. Yeah, I got, a, exactly. I got a different take. I got a way different take. I think here's what happened. I think Activision and Blizzard are and are, are like Vanguard. So far, is the worst selling Call of Duty in history. Has the lowest player base, right? Great, Robert. This is why we do this shit at three in the afternoon. You're good. <laughs> what? So you can eat before the fucking show. I need to eat all day long. I'm listening. Basically, my take on it is Microsoft didn't like what Activision was doing. So Microsoft says, look at me. 
I'm the captain now. <laughs> I think, uh, like, no, like I said, I have a different take on it. The reason I have a different take on it is this is the way I look at it, right? What is the, the lowest, lowest player base, lowest selling Call of Duty in history? So now, you know, Xbox was like, you guys are putting my player base in jeopardy with all your shitty practices and all your bullshit going on. Are you going to fix this? And Blizzard and Activision went, uh, it's, it's none of your fucking business whether we're going to fix it or not, all right? Just shut the fuck up and distribute the games. And Phil Spencer looked at the other guys in the board and went, you know what? Buy them. It's our huh? business now, bitch. Buy them. <clears throat> Buy Activision? Now. Done. Now it's our business. Are you going to fix this shit or not? <laughs> Like oh. I said, I'm the captain now. Yeah, like, oh, <laughs> shit. Oh, shit, okay. we're actually going to have to fix something now. Oh, yeah. okay. So Xbox, Xbox literally hit the button, sat back, and was like... Nice. Fucking... Oh, he's about to have way too much fun with that soundboard. I, well, I, I used to have it, but I had to switch browsers so I could do it here. But it was just... Like that that's the way I see it, right? Like if your user base is so fucking small and, and then your, your consoles aren't selling aren't selling for shit, and now you have to do this to, to fucking make up the money. You know, you know? Uh yeah. No, like I said, uh, um yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, that is definitely a part of it. Like, you know, because Call of Duty and you know, a lot of activation stuff is like, you know, Xbox centric, particularly Xbox Live. Yeah. And, um, you know, and Activision, is, they pretty much had their head in their asses for a very long time. It's just that now it's just got to the point where it's just, bo- it's just boiled over. But if people uh, actually paid attention, it's like, yeah, no, my Activision have, haven't been good guys for a very long time. I mean, hell, the first warning sign was, was the, the whole debacle with uh, Modern Warfare 2. You know, yeah. that was the first obvious warning sign. And now they create, and now with Bobby Kotek, pretty much like... <laughs> The dead weight who happens to be the captain, two hundred and fifty million dollar bonus. Yeah, Ooh. I'm telling you, yeah, that guy. Yeah. And I mean, yeah, because I mean, look, look at it. Like, like, like DJ called this a while ago. DJ called this a while ago. DJ said, right now, Activision and Blizzard are waking are making way too much fucking money. They're not going to do shit. But. And I and I said that this is a counterpoint. I told him, but when is it going to be an issue for the distributors, and when is it going to be an issue big enough for somebody else to step in and go fix it now? And DJ was right. DJ was right in the fact that they were untouchable for so long. But I I think Vanguard was the tipping point. I think Vanguard was the 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 point where they're you know they're they're in, they're in the club flicking out all the money and. They ran out of cash, and there's no ATM. You know, <laughs> hmm. you crashed again. You know, uh, yeah, Mike. Honestly, you know, if it if they didn't have Call of Duty, that probably would have been the case. But that's how much Call of Duty, how much money Call of Duty makes. It's literally insane. We're, you're uh, talking billions. Yeah, like billions, and you know, and that guy—he's a leech. That—that's what he is. He's honestly a leech. Truth be told, I—I I mean, I would argue that Activision is actually worse than EA in a lot of ways. It's just that 
because yeah. they had Call of Duty and like World of Warcraft and a lot of other uh, those those high profile games franchises that people just love. They got away gotten away with, with with it for so long. Then you have like Vanguard, which is a distributive problem. You have the harassment that well, which is actually an employee problem. Uh, you know, and, and, a, and a few other things, you know, like I said, Bobby Kotek pretty much like, you know, taking all the glory and none of the blame for his, you know, fucking blunders. Yeah. I mean, Sims so like no matter what Activision game. So matter like, yeah. no, what, no matter which way you turn, Activision just seems to have problems. Like every time you turn your head, it's like, ah, here's a new one for y'all. So here's just some of the, some of the, some of the titles that might be coming to Xbox and, and uh, PC for the gaming community alone. Uh, World of Warcraft, Call of Duty, Diablo, Candy Crush, Hearthstone, Overwatch. Um, like Candy Crush. Uh, Crash Bandicoot. Crash is already Spyro. on Xbox. No, exclusively. I, I, I mean, oh. Sekiro, Shadows Die. Secular Shadows Die Twice might actually now come to Xbox and PC. That was something that was a PlayStation only. Uh, the Tony Hawk franchise, which is now putting out a new game, World of Warcraft, Whoa, what, Starcraft. To- uh, a new Tony Hawk game? What? Yeah. It's going to come up pretty soon. And um, How are we just going to skip over that then, man? Yeah, how are we going to skip over a new Tony Hawk we game? Covered like... it. We covered it a while ago. <laughs> No, we talked about skate a while ago. Yeah. But podcast daddy wasn't here, so I guess he's really right, left out. Granted. But yeah, like that that's just some of the stuff. And th- let's talk about the big fuck you that Activision put out as a press release. Where Activision where where, where Sony came out and was like about about our exclusivity. We have we have deals in place. <laughs> I mean, like, as, don't mean shit, boys. Yeah, that's what I was about to say. As Activision, what would you guys do? Or as Xbox buying Activision now, what would you would you guys keep these deals in honor them, or would you just be like, um, what's well, my level me, in the company? Is am I in a well, you're fucking high enough point to where it actually matters? Yeah, or is it just like, hey, we got new management? No, no, no. <laughs> you're you're in a you're in a you're in a decision making role. Who's got the bigger checkbook? Who's willing to throw more money my way? You know, because if that's the case, if you're willing to throw, if you're throwing, willing to throw me like, oh, I don't know, $250 million in them exclusive deals, we might have to talk about canceling some contracts. Because if you're going to pay, if you got Microsoft paying more than Sony is, sorry, boys, I'm going where the money is. Yeah. <laughs> uh, to me, a deal is a deal. So I will let the contracts run over, let the license run over as proper, because uh, one of the things, uh, one, of my, one of my main goals is actually trying to get PlayStation uh, gamers to my side. And uh, I will, uh, I will let, uh, let it all sink in. It's like, oh, you like these franchises? Like, you know, let these, uh, these franchises, like, you know, be like, worm on a hook. It's like, oh, you want to like these franchises? Oh, you really like them? You like them? Well, guess what? Once these licenses expire, they have to you have to come to my platform. Get them hooked first, and then don't resign or nothing like that. And then, you know, then we're done. Contracts up. You know, all the all debts is paid, and now the PlayStation people have to have to. You know, you want to you you love this franchise. You have to come to my product in order to continue it. Like drugs, the of- first one's always free. <laughs> <laughs> I I would. 
put a very interesting clause in the contract to where oh yeah as activision i would have an auction for whatever franchise i produced and whomever the highest bidder would be would be the one that gets my franchise so xbox sony if xbox wants spider-man sony wants to keep spider-man but xbox is going to give me 30 million more for it guess what guys <laughs> that's, that's yeah and that's that's actually something that's kind of like scary right like how many of these how many of uh what if i make games? a new halo game and sony outbids microsoft xbox by 12 million <laughs> i guess they're playing master chief on the fucking playstation what up so it would be chaos i would for love me it. <laughs> for me <laughs> what what i what i'd be nervous about as sony right because as microsoft microsoft has already stated uh that it will continue to abide by contract this is a quote uh we expect that microsoft will abide by contractual agreements and continue to ensure activision games are multi-platform and uh xbox already said yes that is going to happen as far as as far as the contracts that are already in place will be multi-platform we have no desire to change that at this point mm-hmm. yeah however I, I believe they're gonna leave. I believe they're gonna leave certain things like completely multi-platform. But I think they're gonna start stealing titles from Sony. I think Sekiro is going to become a, a PC, uh, Xbox game as well as Sony, uh, PlayStation. Like for for me, what what I would be nervous at right now, right, is these studios that Sony has that they don't support. Like the, the people that made uh uh that what what's that one game DJ um with all the zombies the zombie hordes oh uh uh days gone for dead days gone so days gone <laughs> was like we, like we didn't even get a second game greenlit we didn't even get one written Sony just said no he, imagine Microsoft picking up The Last of Us and getting mm-hmm. rid of that and getting rid of the Anita Sarkeesian that tainted it. <laughs> And actually taking it back to like what made the first game so great and what made it such a winning franchise mm-hmm. instead of adding like all these stupid little things that ruin the second say game. It. No, you can and say it. We've, we've covered it. We, we, you can say it. We, we you know, br- and bringing it all like the second game was just you play as this person, chase this, plays the other person, chase that. Like bring it back to just one linear point. Of two people trying to survive an yeah. apocalyptic future, getting me emotionally it a, connected like the first one did. Right, you know? like uh, the first one, I didn't want to put the controller down when I finished it. The second one, I played through it. and I'm like, okay, that was stupid, fun, I guess. Yeah, yeah, like, you're, going, yeah, yeah. you're going to GameStop. <clears throat> the first yeah, one, I'm, and he's all like, you know, we make it through this. I'll teach you how to play the guitar. You wanted to not die, <laughs> you know, like. So yeah, the second one was just was just trash. Yeah, I, yeah, we could do a whole video. It was on ass. That one, but well, no, let's let's talk about it. The, the reason the second one was terrible was because the original director and, and writer of the of the games got involved with Anita Sarkeesian, and Anita Sarkeesian was cre- was not credited, but verbally credited in many of his fucking 
Let's just taint that game with that person. Let's just yeah. taint that. With how <laughs> much she influenced the writing and everything. And Nina Sarkeesian is a cancer. She is a false SJW, false feminist icon. She is a terrible fucking person. Wait, this is a real person with the yes. name? Yes, I'm Anita Sarkeesian is an actual not... person. And do some research on here, and you will melt your brain. You will like, melt your brain trying to figure out what her point of views are on video games. It That's sounds all I can really say. like a fucking discarded Ghostbusters villain. That's what I was literally about to say. It sounds like a it sounds like a Call of Duty villain, right? <laughs> we must yeah. defeat Anita Sarkeesian. Got to take on Anita feminist <laughs> media critic. That just sounds like a shit hobby. But she is not. Yeah, she is not. She's a grifter and a terrible one at that. Yeah. As yeah, soon she, as you let, as soon if that's the first headline that pops up when you search somebody's name, you should already know that bad things are going to follow that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So. That's that's what I'd be worried about is Sony, like like mm-hmm. no no bullshit. That that's what I'd be looking at. Like wait, uh, do these games have a creator? I think of selling a band's catalog, not future creation. Kiss is not Casablanca. What am I missing? Mm-hmm. Uh, it's not that they have a creator. It's that they have they have studios who are in contract with Sony mm-hmm. or with Microsoft and stuff like that. So what I'm saying is that as Sony watching this acquisition. I would be extraordinarily nervous about these other companies that I'm not using calling Microsoft and going. So what's the price tag? You always wanted the last of us on Xbox, right? Right. (laughs) (laughs) Then Sony better really, really start looking at some of these companies they have. And I mean, Um. they better start. They better start focusing more on them sole IPs that they've acquired or else it's going to. Yeah, it's true. Like a lot of uh, quite a few of Sony uh, exclusive properties are already on uh, PC and Steam like uh, God of um, like Horizon Zero Dawn, you know, yeah. huge Sony new exclusive. You can get that on Steam and GOG. Good old games, you know, GOG.com. Um, you uh god of war the new one just barely came out on steam not that long ago and we're gonna so, we're gonna talk about that in a minute because i got some news to read about that but keep okay. going. Keep uh, yeah um yeah no uh sony they got to start loosening uh, loosening the uh, strings and uh and actually uh i don't know uh, dang you know start doing something that. with your sole ips that you have that's what it burns and, down to. It's no longer it, like loosening the reins. It's just doing more with the IPs that you guys already have and stop letting people taint the games that have already built a name for themselves. Now, you, the thing- yeah, um, <clears throat> uh, 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 I'm sorry, one second. Uh, yeah, that and maybe they need to start doing what Microsoft's doing, actually acquiring more uh, third party no. studios for themselves. No, yes, God, no. yes, no, yes, no, no. yes. Uh, okay, Dead Ben Podcast Daddy, please ex- both explain. Yeah, go ahead, Gibby. I'll let you go first, man. Okay, so if we're gonna go into this, they need to start acquiring more. They need to start acquiring more IPs because, of course, a lot of their <laughs> they do because they're starting to go to Steam. Like God of War. God of War has been a PlayStation classic since the PS2 era, and I mean that has been a staple. Jack and Dexter. They have not touched Jack and Dexter in so, and I mean so long. Or Ratchet and Clank. Yeah, they just no, released no. a new Ratchet and Clank yeah. game for PS5. Yeah, just barely. Well, yeah. I don't do PS5, so. 
Well, it doesn't count. <laughs> oh, get out of here well, with that. We're, we're talking about the gaming world as a whole, Grave. So, but so, that's my point. They need to start doing more with the IPs they have acquired, and they need to start picking up more because the more they acquire, the more they can be like, "This is ours. You can't have this. Don't touch this. Get away from it." Where Microsoft has already been doing that, mm-hmm. but it seems like Sony is just kind of like. Well, we have the ones we have. We can just do more with them. So you're telling me there's an entire, and I mean entire, world of video gaming that you could easily pick up a project and be like, this is ours solely and nobody else can touch it. Like, y'all stay the hell away from it. And you're telling me that's not a good idea for Sony? Yes. Okay, explain your reasoning on that one. I'll tell you why. God of War just barely went to PC, literally, like, I think not even two weeks ago, and it sold more on PC than it ever did on Sony exclusives. I don't know if you knew that. I did did not know know that. that. Oh, I knew that. It literally sold more as a fucking Steam game than it did with Sony. That's because it's going to be way more fun to mod on PC. We're gonna have Thomas the, the Tank Engine God of War. What up? I mean, <laughs> granted, but it's not about the mods. It's about the idea of accessibility. Kratos right now, is gonna be a fucking waifu, and he's gonna be holding two double ender purple dildos for fucking weapons. Like I'd pay to see once a game I'd, I'd pay to PC, see Kratos. <laughs> I'd pay yeah, to see Kratos in a cat in a cat made oh, outfit. Dude, dude, Hell yeah, just, dude! You know, nope. once a game hits PC, it falls apart. Re- replace Kratos with Lady Dimitrescu. Yeah, that's where I go. Yeah, imagine <laughs> playing God of War as Lady Dimitrescu from Resident Evil Village. I would love that. Or playing I God of War so as much. Squidward. Squidward. But he, so not only not only did boy boy uh, not only did not only did God of War sell more on PC, and it's already like like this is the second time this no this is the third time this has happened. The first time was with uh, Zero Horizon Dawn, like DJ said, outsold outsold the PlayStation sales almost overnight. Mm-hmm. Second time was with um, Days Gone when it went to PC. Another mm-hmm. one that outsold the PlayStation library, I double, I believe it was the the Horizon one. Even though it was only the first fucking game, tripled the sales than the sony exclusivity did and now god of war has literally broken fucking records Mm -hmm. records for how much is sold on steam now the reason i say that sony should not acquire any more any more studios or any more properties like that is because it's apparent that they're not selling they are not selling they have properties right now that are just dying and rotting on the vine, like The Last of Us, like the fucking Tomb Raider series that they had a huge production in with Eidos, like fucking like all like like God of War itself being developed right now for Ragnarok. It's all on Sony, and they're they're so they're so me mine me 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 mine 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 mine. This is not coming on a PC until year two. Like it's like you guys are not selling, and on top of that, how do we know they're not selling? Because they're producing more PS4s to compensate for the lack of PS5s in the market. And I don't know if you knew that either. I did not know that. If you want me to be hundred percent honest, yeah. Well, yeah, I did. That was one of the articles I was going to bring to the table until you made it a free room, a free room. But uh, yeah, no, like 
because no one can get their hands on, on that PS5. Xbox Series X's are a little easier, but that's because they bundle they bundle them more. Yeah. So it's easier. But PS5, it's rare to get a bundle. And people are not getting it. People are just fucking being fucking frustrated. Truth be told, I might just get a PS4 Pro. Because I know you, yeah, because the, the, the premise got that sell it cheaper now, you know, since the uh, PS5 is like four or four hundred bucks. I mean, five hundred you go if you go disc and uh, no, just just spend yeah. the money on a 1660 Ti, dude, or a 2880 mm. Super. Yeah, like, yeah it's yeah, literally uh, the same amount. No, 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 not because it's not as expensive, I mean, you know, because you're right, it's a good, good one, but. Because no, right now we're in the transitional period when it comes to uh, PC gaming. And truth be told, like in a, in about a year, it's gonna become more or less and less relevant. So uh, I don't no, see it I going rather, that way. No, it, I don't it, it see will. It, going that way. It, it always goes. Remember, you bet you're back on PC, but I'll never forget. Dude. It was like cutting everything's cutting edge. Everything has to be like whatever. But uh, yeah, and, but um, but well, no. To, we, to answer, no, go go ahead and I'll answer that point. I'm sorry. Go ahead. I didn't mean to interrupt. Um, but as far as uh, like Sony goes, like honestly, I don't know what can Sony do except for try to mimic it, uh, mimic Microsoft at this point. In the beginning, the uh, I don't know if you guys knew this, I mean, it's a rumor that this will be Sony's last uh, console, console generation, like, like last, yeah. last gaming generation, like period, bar none, the end. I don't know if you guys uh, knew about that rumor, yeah, we kind of hope so. I really and hope we, so. We've talked about it. I don't see it happening, especially with the release of uh, PlayStation VR two. I don't see. Um, that. I don't see that happening. I I, I kind of do, mostly because of how sloppy Sony is with their money, especially in recent years. Well, well especially with the PS five being so quickly out of stock, and it's like DJ was saying, it's so hard to pick up a PS five nowadays. Like you have to basically fight tooth and nail just even get in line for a pre-order to get a ps5 like mm-hmm. i see a local shop around here had a ps5 for sale and they're and they said oh it's for sale right now who wants to come and get it two hours later oh the ps5 we had is gone like it's it's such a pain in the ass to get a ps5 and i don't think sony really thought about that about that many people wanting to get a console that fast and that had they had that much money on deck to buy one. I went to a pawn shop yesterday looking for looking for a smartwatch for a division cosplay, right? Mm-hmm. And I was like, and I was like, you know, in a pawn shop, you expect everything to be cheaper, right? Everything because everything's fucking pre-used. Or at least I marked to, down. I, I, at the very least, I went to five different pawn shops. Three out of the five had a PS5 in them. Guess how much they wanted for the PS5s? Just wild guess. bucks. Uh, Gibby. Uh, I'm gonna guess four hundred. Wait, are we talking? Wait, are we talking disc or no disc? Disc. Four hundred. DJ. Uh, Five fifty. You're all wrong. Eleven hundred. They wanted eleven hundred fucking dollars for a PS5 in these pawn shops. And the worst part is they can't justify the price of so supply and demand, folks. Yeah. So um lock me running, you know. I wanted to take a picture, but like all these pawn can't shops are like ask too high, feet too fast. <laughs> yeah, and yeah. it's just I'm like, what why why the fuck would anybody pay that? Why the fuck would anybody pay that? I went They're to dead. a pawn shop looking for guns and found a uh 
lap steel guitar for 50 bucks <laughs> it was really hard to not buy it i was i want yeah. I, I found a couple of guns for sale but again the prices were just stupid i was like i was like why why do you want 750 dollars for a clock 19 gen 4 uh, but yeah they don't make these anymore right because we've moved past it yeah that was a generation <laughs> ago like yeah. i have i have a glock 19 gen 3 that like apparently is now coveted have you seen the fucking prices on these things do collectors like, do because i'm not I, a glock sucker so i don't really no, care well you know i'm not either i just you just own was, multiple glocks yeah mm-hmm. but glock sucker. <laughs> <laughs> If, if there was um, if there was an actual reliable 1911 brand out there, like without having to send it to you to modify the fuck out of, I was gonna say fucking Filipino arms will take care of your ass. <laughs> like without without sending it for, to you to modify the living fuck out of it, I would own one. But right now there like no there is no 1911 like even Sig even Sig for the last four and a half years has had their fucking 1911 brand just die. It's ridiculous, dude. Honestly, the best way to get the reliable 1911 is to do what I did with um, Lenore, was to fucking buy a little $400 Rock Island 1911 and then do it the way you want it. And it's <laughs> funny because Rock Island is actually manufactured in the Philippines. In the and Philippines. It was modified by a Filipino. And so Filipino. that's a fucking Filipino gun. If there's one thing Filipinos do, it's pistols. Like... <laughs> Well, yeah, because it's the only one legal in their fucking country. But yeah. like, but that's what that's what I'm talking about. It's, it's it's the same thing for like so much of this technology. You know what I mean? Like, like, can I can I can I actually go out and get a fucking PS5 right now? No. Can I go out and get a, a Series X right now? No. Can you go out and get a new car right now? No. So is this no. chip shortage really affect all of that? And how did this happen? No, not the, the the chip shortage did not affect all of this. What 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 affected all of this was fucking scalpers. Scalpers affected everything from the video game industry, and then we have everything in the car industry that got affected by uh, this, this this false uh, this fake uh, uh, what is it called rarity? You know what I mean? But it like, seems oh. like scalpers have gotten worse in the last year or so. Because nobody's done anything about it because the companies don't give a fuck. Sony doesn't care if they sell their their fucking PS5 to you that's actually going to use it or to jack fuck off who's going to keep it in his goddamn closet and wait two months to sell it at $1,000. They don't care. They got paid. I think a lot of the scalping problems happened in the United States too because we got that fun money. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, that's no, that's the exact reason. Cause a lot of people had money to throw around, so they were so scalpers were like, "Ooh, I got this money on a credit card. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna spend that real quick. I'm gonna pull it out, and then I'm gonna sell it to Joe Schmo for eight hundred bucks. When it, yeah. you know you could go on the Sony website, Dude, and, you know, pay four hundred for it. For some people, like if they had kids, they're getting like five or six grand. Mm-hmm. Like, <laughs> holy shit! Yeah, if you had enough kids, you know, like. <sighs> yeah yeah and it, it's mm. it's just 
I mean, scalping has always been an issue. I don't want to. I don't want to put that out there that scalping has never been an issue. I just want to make it clear that in the last year or two, that the problem with people scalping stuff like video games and video game consoles has become a bigger problem. It's yeah. definitely a bigger problem now than like concert tickets. Well, yeah, I mean, you know, because uh, yeah, no, scalping has always been a problem, but you know, combine like you know, you take the internet, which makes things everything super convenient. You combine that with people literally having nothing to do, like, you know, for like over a year, thanks to the, to, to, to the pandemic, like people just sitting on their asses. And then you take the, take the fact that nobody's working because of the pandemic and people need money. People who don't are who would never would normally wouldn't be scalpers are scalping because they have to make money in order to, you know, keep Survive. their house. You know, yeah. Yeah. Keep their houses, pay the bills, you know, freaking, uh, you know, buy food like like. uh not that long ago, I read someone who, who actually managed to get their hands on a PlayStation 5 because they had to use a bot in order to get it because mm-hmm. you can't, you know, you can't get yeah. it like normally. And, and, and he was like, he, he literally said in the article, like, I, I felt dirty doing it. But what what the hell else can I do? You know, and the bots are scalping techniques. You know, what, what the fuck else can he do? Um, which, it, which you shouldn't have to feel like that in order to buy a console. No, you, like, yeah, back, you should just be able no, to like, run back, down the Walmart and throw it in next to the fucking ground beef, like right, like exactly, like you should be able to just be like, okay, I bought a console, man. Like I don't feel dirty bringing this home, just looking at it. Like I, man, I shouldn't, I shouldn't have had it done this. I, I shouldn't have to do this in order to buy one. Like I remember no, buying you, an Xbox 360 and bringing it home and being excited to have it, like mm-hmm. not feeling, remember, not feeling, not like not feeling the sense of. Meet some guy off the internet in a dark alley with no witnesses, like right. And you and you had like you know you had like a pocket knife because you're like, man, I feel I feel weird meeting this guy in the middle of Walmart at you know two o'clock in the afternoon, dude. This I don't am feel not right. The pocket knife. I am not. I'm taking one of my girls with me. But <laughs> well, I mean, I usually got somebody accompanying me when I do something like that. So you know, it's not just. And like, you also have one of my girls. <laughs> <laughs> yep. But I mean, let, let's look at let's look at the idea also that there was there was this huge boom in this bullshit cryptocurrency, where by building a crypto rig or buying a crypto mining rig, what had nothing to do with a GPU. It had to do with several processors that you had on a board, and they sold the specific boards, and they were relatively cheap. You could get a board for crypto mining for about six hundred bucks. Then somebody put it out there somehow, some way that oh. I use GPUs, and these GPUs mine crypto faster than the than the crypto mining machines. Even though it's complete and utter horseshit, it is not. They don't do it faster. And you can go online and look up all these crypto mining rigs, and, and everybody's like selling the mining rigs because they don't do it. But leave it to the fucking tech industry and people like Elon Musk to, to go, yeah, crypto's the way of the future, guys. So the, once again, we have scalpers buying up the 30s, 70s, 80s, 90s, and all of these fuckers who now are, are 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 sitting on thousands and thousands of dollars worth of GPUs because nobody wants to pay fucking scalper prices unless they're literally that desperate. But some people are that desperate where they'll spend that kind of money in order to get something that high powered. Yeah, and especially with PC, especially with PC gaming coming along as it is right now. Well, some people, and you know, yeah. some people we know that that is that is like that. Like, I have to have the best. I have to have a thirty ninety. Like, yeah, uh, no, yeah. I don't the, need it on ultra high quality. I just need it to run. Dude, trust, dude. Uh, yeah, yeah. See, us four, 
we're sensible when it comes to our gaming but trust yeah. me dude like uh dead man and i we personally had a we have a friend who is exactly like that like i have to have the cutting edge i have to have everything like and this guy will brag about every like will brag about every little detail trust me they are out there and they're prominent and they oh, will I, and, like, I do not believe that, i do not disbelieve that uh, yeah, we're like we're like the can't relate group I can't get a hold of a thirty ninety. Oh man, it's driving me crazy. All right. Oh yeah. Oh, wow. oh man, that sucks. Yeah. Like, Sounds like you a hear personal about how problem. I kept a cell phone for eleven years and then it just finally stopped working. Yeah, I don't give a shit about your thirty ninety problems. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you know. <laughs> yeah. Fucking. Yeah. It's, it's 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 but it's ridiculous, right? Because we that that person that we're talking about would buy two thirty nineties and then an SLI them together. Why? Because he can. Because like. If, yeah, he we would. Were, if we were still friends with him we would constantly get text messages from him talking about just how fucking wonderful it is and we'd be like cool okay well you got this these 3090s sli which means that they're bridged right mm-hmm. for those of you who don't speak nerd <clears> thank god because i was wondering what you were talking about for a second <laughs> it's, it's basically it's, it's, doubling your graphics capability okay yeah. okay it's just like marrying these two graphic cards to operate as one and we would be like cool okay well what are you doing are you like modeling 3d modeling are you doing anything like that no i'm playing starcraft yeah, yeah. The first I'm playing one. league of legends yeah. why why do you the need league one. of legends at 600 frames per second that just seems like that that seems like a total waste of two graphic cards i mean i would understand if you're playing something like god of war or uh horizon zero dawn where that is like a high power like game where you Skyrim could see like remastered or something right like you're getting every no. single blade of grass you're seeing clearly but for league of legends come on man or if you're like creating fucking computer generated cartoons for pixar like, like sunny mr black sunny mr black who was in our chat a lot, like for a long time his company bought 39 because it was the the highest one until he was on our until he came into our chat we were like get rid of the 3090s i'm going to show you actual work gpus you know what i mean and we did and he was like oh shit <laughs> i'll be right back <laughs> like but, i'll use i'll use shit like that in like pc builder simulator or something but yeah like an atx 9000 you know what i mean you know like when i built that fourteen thousand dollar pc <laughs> oh my <laughs> but you know it, but it, but it, it is ridiculous and it does get uh, like for me, like it, it gets to a point where I'm just like, just fucking stop, you know. And I really do wish that there was a way, without scalping, to get a hold of some of this stuff. I would love to have an Xbox Series X because I still like playing Xbox. Mm-hmm. You know, I would sometimes you just have... need a controller. Yeah, sometimes I mean, you gotta, just like gotta... to have a controller in your hand. Yeah, yeah. And I would, I would like to have a 3080. Not a 3090, that's going too far for me, but like a 3080 in my computer for the stuff I like to play would be just perfect. A $14,000 PC, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, People like uh, Dr. Disrespect have computers like that, yeah. But they, but he also does. He also does that professionally, where like yeah. every single tiny frame counts. Mm-hmm. For for people like that, I totally get the whole point of having like the highest end stuff. Where if you're doing it competitively or you're doing it for a wide audience, then yes, every frame will count. Where you know your wins mean something. But for somebody yeah. like us who just play the game on leisure. It's like, I can run it at 60 and call it a great day. Yeah, or like when Jay's (laughs) Two Cents built the uh, Old Spice-themed PC for Terry Crews. 
Yeah, yeah. What? If it wasn't for all the custom Old Spice stuff, it really would have only been like a $2,400, $2,500 PC. That's it, yeah. Just a regular PC so he can play video games with his son. Like, Well, I mean, like the Post Malone one, right? The Post Malone one was like, what, thirteen, fourteen thousand dollars $14,000? Yeah. And it's just because everything was plated gold? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that would be oh. It was pretty standard stuff, but it was all gold. Oh. I, I could sell some podcast, Daddy. Anyway. Oh, I'm yeah, no. that after hearing that. Holy shit. But yeah, no, yeah, it, it gets frustrated. Truth be told, like, you know, I, I've, I said this a couple of times, you know, in past episodes, but I always say, like, you know what? For this new generation, get yourself a good PC. I like the, like, because if you're purely a console gamer, you still have, you still don't have your hands on one of the new consoles. If you really, really want to get a console, your best bet, honestly, is wait for the Model 2s to come out. Because, you know, every generation yeah. is always like a Model 2, sometimes a Model 3, you know, like, you know, Xbox Series, Xbox One, Series Series S, not that Series, uh, Xbox One S, and then Xbox One X. But there's always a model, there's almost always a Model 2 coming out. I mean, heck, Nintendo yeah. just barely had like that Switch OLED. So, and that's wait for the Model 2s to years? come out. Huh? What's that? Five? Now, five? Yeah, and that's a couple of years after the Switch being released. Mm-hmm. Yeah, five years yeah. after. <clears throat> Yeah, so yeah, wait for the Model Twos if you really want to get a console, and, and like, and like, yeah, just just keep your eye on. Them. Like the moment they mention it, see, like you know, try to get your hands on the pre-order immediately. Perhaps go physically to a GameStop and try to get your hands on those. You know, on, on, on uh, in that case, because otherwise, if you're really impatient, just get yourself a a, a really solid PC. Yeah, well, I and, mean, because like we used to say on this show, no pre-orders. We used to say on the show, no pre-orders, and like no pre-orders worth it. But in this fucking market. And, and this fucking market is it's all you can do to guarantee that you get one. Mike Smith, mm-hmm. are there PCs that would sell out the same as signature guitars, like signature PCs? There, there used to be. Mm-hmm. There, there used to be branded PCs, but honestly, they didn't sell very well because you would pay for the price after people broke down the parts. Like it was, there, yeah. there was a the only one I could think of off the top of my head that was that was like that back in the day when it comes to PCs. Honestly, Alienware. No, no, no. That was the like the Bell Delphine one that was that oh, was yeah. sold. And it was they sold it for like like five thousand dollars, but it was really like a thousand dollar PC. Like oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, it had like Walmart a sixteen PCs. <laughs> yeah, it had like a sixteen sixty TI in it with like sixteen gigs of RAM and like one hard drive. But it was it was pink and had Bell Delphine's name on it, so they sold it for like four or five grand. Like it was, it was pretty, it was pretty pathetic. They did sell. It's like, like the like difference between the Crest Kids toothpaste and the JoJo Siwa toothpaste. Yeah, yeah, it's the same thing. Just a name. It's all purple yeah. and glittery and tastes like bubble gum. Why yeah, is like, this one two dollars more. Yeah, like Coca Cola so, and Coke brand at yeah. Walmart. You know, Sam's Choice Coke or Spartan or Coca- brand Cola and cocaine. Like. Why is cocaine <laughs> more expensive? So it's a it's a bit of a it's a bit of a different investment. Oh. <laughs> womp, womp. Well, once upon a time it wasn't. You got coke well, in your coke. It was it was cocoa leaves. It wasn't really cocaine. However, same source. Well, Miami in the eighties, it wasn't expensive either. So. <laughs> <laughs> or New York. Or yeah. New York. I mean, like like think you look at like a fucking wolf of Wall Street. But let, let's let's move past that shit because honestly it's just fucking upsetting i mean like yeah do do what you got to do it nowadays and honestly fuck scalpers and i I wish companies took a more active approach or 
a more active fucking role in what they're selling to you know what i mean sure it but they don't give a fuck they don't like they got paid who cares who cares where it ends up in a garage or a fucking closet somewhere or in somebody who's actually going to use it they don't care a free market (laughs) yeah (laughs) so there was a there was a question i posed to grave robber the other day and i kind of want to hear your takes on it now that gibby's here so who was a better singer michael jackson or freddie mercury <laughs> that was my immediate mm. response too. <laughs> Ooh, I I'm gonna go with Michael Jackson. I'm gonna go with Michael Jackson. Now keep in mind, you're gonna have to defend this. You're gonna have to defend this. So so oh, I don't know. Fuck think all about, about Freddie Mercury. I only know like their top songs. I don't know anything beyond the range of anything else they've made. <laughs> DJ. All right, well, we'll wait on DJ's I mean, response because no, he's, he's see that's he's the thinking. thing. It's like their styles are pretty different, so it's like. And then that was my later response. <laughs> no, I mean that's the thing. I mean, I'm, I'm thinking of like you know, like you know, the songs where they really, really see the vocal range and the techniques, and it's like job mm. gone. <laughs> I mean, Brown, seriously, what you do? Like, not many people. <laughs> You know, honestly, I guess I'll go with Michael. Honestly, because that one clip, I actually forgot that clip that exists that Deadbest showed like last one. It's like, uh, because honestly, like to me, the best singers, and, and honestly, it's actually and honestly with professionals who can actually just professionals, but to me, like the like the best singers are the ones who could be at their lowest, can be you know at their shittiest. You mean like dying still, from AIDS, but still performing in a concert? You know, yeah, that too. <laughs> and that's why this is why it's so hard because they're both incredibly excellent. But uh, they can like, but go ahead, but still go out and perform, but uh, but perform at a level above what is expected of high energy, but high energy times twenty. Yeah, you know, like, which yeah, is one reason sleep from a hard work day type energy. Yeah, which is why I, which is kind of I agree with DJ when it comes to Michael Jackson because. I mean, you gotta you gotta agree. Michael Jackson was hitting some pretty rough times at one point, but he was oh. still but he was still doing his shows like none of that even mattered, and he was still releasing. That is true. Freddie Mercury didn't get lit on fire filming a commercial. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> you know that's true. Uh, one thing was. Uh... Like, uh, cause dude, like, cause like I said, like Freddie Mercury, yeah, like, you know, going on AIDS, but he didn't really uh, perform at that point. But don't, don't get me wrong. Like at that point, we, 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 on the tail end, it was bad. It was like fucking terrible. You know, on the other hand, like, can you imagine like at least the mental anguish of actually being accused as of child molestation? Yeah. Knowing like, was it? No. Yeah. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I get yeah. it. Go ahead. Yeah. Like of, of child molestation. And Michael Jackson is very shrewd, very calculating. He knew what was going to happen, like the moment he had to agree. And he, and for the record, he agreed to pay the guy, not because he was guilty, because everyone, everyone with a fucking half a brain knows that was that's that was absolute fucking bullshit. He agreed to pay just to make it go away because he had a, he had fucking uh, dates to do. You know, he, you know, he was uh, he was still on tour. But could you imagine you know, the mental anguish and and not only being. Uh, Having going through this, but knowing that this stigma is gonna like gonna haunt him in his career 
and everyone who who's associated with him for pretty much the rest of his life and, and even beyond. They still to this day even fucking try that uh try this bullshit. Yeah, but, it looks mm-hmm. like a Facebook post where it's like, gonna miss my little man first day of school. Hashtag sad mama. <laughs> <laughs> okay. But uh and, because and and still go out and uh yeah. And go and go out to that concert and like and literally you know and, you know blow blow the roof off the place because you know I saw I, I I watched that concert they were talking about like it before just before uh, the uh, the selling and shit like that yeah, yeah. on uh, VHS fuck I, I don't know if I can find it. I have it around here somewhere and you would never have thought that Michael Jackson was going through all that shit if you watched that concert I don't know I think you saw it dead man I did yeah yeah like yeah, we you would watched, never we watched it together yeah you never would have thought. He was going through all that shit. Uh, Mercury was similar, but I I don't. But his uh, he go out and perform. But like Mercury being a homosexual, didn't he like also voluntarily go through a lot of shit? Well, yeah, voluntarily anyway. Uh, yeah, yeah, no, yeah, I mean, yeah, because uh, he uh, he went through a lot of shit. Like him and his band, like man, like a lot of people don't realize, like. Around, like around the time of uh like like the early 90s like uh mercury and the rest of queen was going through some ups and downs like uh some ups and down turmoil uh turmoil with the band like uh the song uh i can't remember the name of the song it was uh when Freddie mercury was a uh, uh when queen was uh, singing about the tabloids because uh i think the guitarist was having an affair yeah what's the name of that yeah, song yeah, yeah. yeah the um, bad news here comes the bad boy uh, and they leave us bleeding. You yeah, call it was bad news. It was a bad news. I can't remember the name. Fuck. But uh, yeah, during that time, like Berkey was like, you know, like he was like livid at him. It was like, you know, like like we have enough shit. Why are you bringing all this drama at our? At our uh, at our place, but he's but Mercury still went out and uh, went out and, uh, and performed. Like I said, you know, as only fucking Mercury can. Um, Dead man, did you get a new keyboard? You know, we can't hear it. <laughs> Usually, you no, see I, him I'm go sorry. like this, and you say, "I'm in." Like, <laughs> but no, I I totally agree with DJ that when it comes to having that much shit in your career, like in your musical career as public knowledge, and you're still able to come out and whap them shows like it's nothing. That just shows how you are as a performer. Now, voc- now, if we come to vocal range, I would say Michael Jackson had more of like that could have that wider vocal range than Freddie Mercury. Because to me, sounds what I would hear Freddie Mercury try and hit them high notes. It really didn't sound the same as when Michael scandal. Jackson would hit. Scandal. Sc- it, was, scandal. it was called can- Scandal parentheses bad news. So <laughs> there you go. Okay. So, all right. Well, half right of anyway, but yes, Scandal. Keep going. Um, I'm sorry. Yeah, no, and like it with Dead Bed. I like I said, I Dude, forgot. Dude, it was Gibby's about... turn, bro. It was. Yeah, it was like, like I was just I yeah, was yeah, sitting like, there like, going <laughs> hard, and then it's just like they gave me the words. Thank you, Dead Bed. Thank you, Dead Bed, for being biased. <laughs> but no, that's that's just my point. Is like when it came to vocal range, I heard Michael Jackson's vocal range more more able to vary in all of his songs. Where Freddie Mercury, when it sounded like the high notes, it just kind of sounded like. Uh, uh, like there wasn't really that much change in what his tones sound like, and what the notes sounded like. Okay, 
I ended up picking Freddie Mercury, and here's why. The introduction to Bohemian Rhapsody, contrary to what the music video shows, is not the entire band. Mm -hmm. It is actually Freddie Mercury dubbing over himself at the very Mm -hmm. specific notes to form that chorus sound. Four Mm -hmm. octaves. Mm -hmm. That, to me, is the impressive vocal feat of just your pitch control that for me got the vote for freddie mercury oh absolutely yeah yeah i, I can agree with that like i said this is why this is like just so hard i think it's just it's really just going to come down to preference you know truth be told because they're both we incredible like performers and they're they're masters and they're masters at their craft so like you know but dead man's video like i said i forgot that happened but when dead man showed that video it's like job gone job <laughs> brad what are you gonna do you know, and the audience didn't even realize, <laughs> like at the time when Michael Jackson was saying, they thought this was just part of the performance. Like that's some skill, right? There. No, Dude got they, fired and I nobody fucking to you. Somebody was behind the goddamn. Somebody was on the boards. Like, what fucking button is it? How? <laughs> no, you're toxic, man. Get away from us. I don't know you. No, no, don't leave me. No, no, get away. Speaking of <laughs> boards, speaking of sitting behind the boards, um, we got an email from our very we'll, faithful. We'll get, to, we'll get to that in a minute. I haven't made my argument. <laughs> what were you doing the whole time? Like watching your hentai? To you three. <laughs> Can we just interrupt Dead Man halfway through his point? We should. Absolutely. Uh... I told anyway. you he's gonna have way too much damn fun with that soundboard. <laughs> uh, fucking, <laughs> fucking, yeah, dude. Grave Robber just hit me with the fucking. <laughs> but uh, uh I said Freddie Mercury. I said, and I'll, and I'll tell you what, Freddie Mercury had a much wider ability when it came to uh music like like yeah michael jackson is known as the king of pop and that's because he was the king of pop he was pop fucking music however you got freddie mercury that can go from you know uh uh, this thing called love to all the way to bohemian rhapsody and in between you have you have his rockabilly style that he did with queen in the early days before they found that ballad stuff then you have ballads, and then you have, you know, You're My Best Friend, and then you have literally the entire fucking Highlander soundtrack that was nothing but Queen on cocaine, drunk and high. Which that is definitely better than the Free Willy soundtrack. Yeah. And that soundtrack <laughs> was just Jeez, insane. It was insane. Like, like that's one of the fucking things you love. Like, I really do believe that's why Highlander's magic has never been replicated is because of the goddamn soundtrack. Like, the entire time fucking Connor and everybody else is on, on screen, you're hearing fucking Queen. Like, oh, they're oh, driving no, 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 no. It's Duncan. It's Duncan. Remember that dead man. Now. Fuck you. Fuck you. <laughs> Fuck you. <laughs> yeah, yeah, podcast, buddy, yeah. Yeah, podcast day. Like, there's a there's a heated oh. uh, argument between uh, who who was the better Highland. Oh no, the better Immortal, I should say, McCloud, Duncan, or uh, Connor at Dead Man. Who he hates Duncan with a passion. You ever seen a Highlander? I hate to say this, but I've never seen Highlander, and I have no intention of seeing it. Well, that's, well, that's fine. fine. You, know, you know, that's cool. But if you you're do not watch be it, wrong for saying that. You're not, yeah, yeah you're I was about to say. Like... Well, I, 
Well, I told one of my buddies that I never wanted to see, like, I never, I have no intention of seeing Highlander. And he just was like, oh, you never seen it. It's one of the best movies to ever exist. How dare you? I'm like, it just doesn't, it just doesn't catch my attention, man. I tried watching like 10 no. minutes of it and I got bored. So. It's a slow burn. You know, that's what they about the, uh, at least the first movie, it, it's a slow burn. But yeah, no, I mean, uh, it's cool. But if you watch it, just if you want to tease Dead Man, then the source of teasing him, watch the watch Highlander, particularly at least the first movie and in the series. And fuck you. Oh, man. Fuck you. Fuck you. <laughs> All right. I might, I might have to fuck watch it just so I have ammo on hot. Just oh, so I have fuck ammo you too. Now. Dude, trust me. You will have plenty. <laughs> fuck you both. No. But okay, but all right, but yeah, no, but, like, yeah, you, you, you know what? I do me, have to agree with Dead Man when it comes to that, like uh, the Highlander soundtrack, because the soundtrack is very, very distinct and very, very memorable. And um, you know, I, I can say that. I still wouldn't uh, choose uh, Freddie Mercury over Michael Jackson, but he's right about that. Like, and that's what I mean. Well, like, I think it just comes down to personal preference. Like, well, no, I, I'm literally talking about technical ability. Like, Michael Jackson had. A beautiful range of notes that had a beautiful ability to chorus himself, which is really difficult to do if when you've been behind the board and DJ's been behind the board. Uh, and so you know how difficult it is to chorus yourself. And Michael mm -hmm. Jackson had a beautiful ability to do that. But Freddie Mercury had the ability to not only chorus himself, but step it, go up an octave or go down an octave and then still chorus himself in the same key, just stepped up or down and to me technically holy shit like that that is amazing like <coughs> princes of the universe and that's why i think brad well, paisley is a really talented vocalist as well because he goes from like your standard country music like talking singing type voice to like a really beautiful almost angelic falsetto and he figures out a way to kind of like turn it like into just this this wonderful little switch that kind of like breaks up the monotony of a country song and turns it closer into a pop song. <laughs> There's a Brad Paisley plug. Love it. So let's let's just <sighs> listen to the first second of <clears throat> Princes of the Universe, right? Here we are. Mm -hmm. That is literally just him. Mm -hmm. That's just him. He's doing the steps, he's doing the chorus, and he's doing the vocals completely. That's just Freddie. Like, mm -hmm. like, I, like, no matter what Michael Jackson could do in the studio, he just he could not do that. And you can hear it's evident in everything Michael Jackson did because Michael Jackson had a beautiful, robust chorus, but it was just a chorus. Freddie could take it up a step, could take it down a step. You know what I mean? And so for me, mm. Freddie Mercury in the end was a superior singer. Wait, yeah, like wait, Randy wait. Travis, you know, like <clears throat> being especially in old school. If we're going with other, look, we'll go with other singers in a second, but wait, wait, wait. Was there a song that uh, Michael actually attempted that uh, what Freddie Mercury just did? The, uh... There is. There, there is oh. a couple in his later years. Um, Black and that... White was one of them. Oh, oh, his later years? Hmm, maybe yeah. that's it, because I don't know, because in his prime, I think he probably could have pulled it off as well as uh, Mercury could have. Uh, um, DJ is no longer but... invited back to our hotel room, and Mercury needed a band. Michael did not. Uh, Mike Smith, that's where you are incorrect. Michael always yeah, no, no, like, yeah, Mike, yeah, 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 Mike always had a live band. 
Um, oh, but as far as other singers go, I mean, hell, you could argue maybe maybe Axl Rose, like you know, like holy shit, what? Like, Fuck Axl Rose, what the hell? I and said Prince, and, and Prince that's the exact uh, reaction I was looking for. <laughs> Prince, was no not God, uh, <laughs> the fucking Prince. soundboard, man. <laughs> mm, wait, Prince, Prince. Uh, you think wait, you think uh, yeah, you think Prince is at the same level? I think I, I am. Freddy? I am think. I am thinking Prince is at that same level. I think he deserves the same level of respect as Michael Jackson and Freddie Mercury. I Absolutely. think Prince is definitely underrated as a guitarist. Yes, that's that's yeah. where I was going you know, with all that. Yeah, yeah, that honestly I would agree with because yeah, I mean, yeah, I agree with the singing, but dude, that guy was dude, that guy knew I use a guitar, and it's a shame too that people like, uh this tiny little what was he five foot one, five foot one hundred twenty. 120 pounds token what oh excuse me we're gonna argue about height here computer how tall was the artist formerly known as prince <laughs> the artist I love formerly you. known as prince was five feet three inches tall ah we wow. were all wrong but no i was like, closest though so fuck you just like the the little simple phrases that he would do if you try to like copy him or put down the tablature it's stupid like like yeah. right here okay when doves cry could tell me to just that little it's i don't know i was like i'm gonna learn this that doesn't sound hard and it's hard uh mike smith like says queen uh lead singer mercury michael the entire sound again close but no cigar queen it's literally yeah. like a second and a half queen, oh queen was Queen developed as a band over time? Uh, so they went from a rockabilly, uh, uh, almost an Elvis sounding cover band to what we know as what we know as Queen today. So they did follow Freddie and his theatrics. Freddie had a lot of stage presence, and a lot of it had very little to do with what they were doing musically. So Queen kind of followed Freddie. Michael, yeah. however, Michael was ever evolving because he not only had a band but he had talented musicians that would work with him paul mccartney uh, uh what, what, what was the guitarist name uh grave robber that you fell in love with lindsey buckingham from lindsey buckingham yeah <clears throat> he had a fucking uh, uh eddie van halen michael mm. had people that pushed him forward there was there was a thing that michael did michael did have a signature sound he was the king of pop but he had a band and he had other artists work with him that pushed him forward. It wasn't just Michael. Yeah. yeah. Uh, one, uh, see, one of the weaknesses of Queen, you know, throughout their like, you know, long in the, their long career was that, and I think this is why people like undersell a lot of uh, Mercury's work as a singer is because Queen had this habit of a lot of times following the trend of the, you know, of that current, uh, of the, uh, of the current time, like some albums are seen like they're like completely radically sound different than, uh, like, in the, like one previous work or the following work. And, uh, and a lot of times in, the, in those eras, you know, you wouldn't see like Mercury actually, actually showcasing his talents, you know, as a singer, you would see it as a performer, but as a pure singer, a lot of times you wouldn't see it because they're just trying to follow the trend or they're trying to follow like you know like everyone else is doing. You want to stay relevant. Yeah. I, I know what you're, I know what you're talking about. Like that that series of I think it was like three or four albums between like uh, when, seven, when like Freddie in the seventies, I think. 
Yeah, mm-hmm. it was a late, it was an early '80s when Freddie when Freddie left like officially, but he was still contractually doing music with Queen, and they had this really different sound because Freddie was excluded from all the writing, so they didn't have that that theater to follow. Uh, Jackson Five to Morphine, Michael Timeless. <laughs> We're not, we're not, we're, I, I hope that's the name of an album there. That last one, <laughs> Morphine. I hope it's an album, man. I mean, I'm just saying. I, 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 I don't want to type it in. I don't want to know what fucking kind of results that's going to bring up. <laughs> you um, know what I'm saying? We're not, we're hope, not arguing. Who's an album? I'm just saying. Just hope it's an album. We're not. We're not arguing who's more or less timeless. We're arguing on like who was a better singer on a technical level. And for me, Freddie Mercury takes the cake. It's not saying that Michael Jackson was any less of a singer or any less iconic it's just that on a technical level it was freddie for me like especially especially being behind knowing what it takes to produce something no guys i'll be right back hold on i gotta take care of something yeah yeah yeah. uh uh yeah yeah like yeah technical level i i I guess i i can see it although i still think michael could have matched him um but yeah no like because like you know because we see the mic we're trying to break it down like because like yeah, I mean Michael is more time will all be more timeless than uh than Freddie. I mean, hey, it was through Michael that Queen actually got their their biggest hit at, at the time. Uh I think We Will Rock You, I think it was, well, what it was that Michael Jackson suggested to Freddie. No, was it uh, We Will Rock Bohemian You? Rhapsody. Was it Bohemian Rhapsody? Yeah, because the, uh, the song yeah, because yeah, the song they were gonna scrap it. Queen was gonna scrap that song, and I was like, no, don't do it. Do not do it. Put that on your album. Trust me. And then look how big that song is right now. Like you've had so many people cover that. You've had you've had it used in so many different movies, so many different types of media. And yeah, so thank and, God they uh, didn't scrap that. Well, I mean, Seriously. well, because when when Freddie and uh, when Freddie produced it, and with the what the what the the music producer at the time, who was working for uh, a label in England, Freddie was like, "This is a big song. This is a six and a half minute song." And even the even the rep for the label was like. No one's gonna want to sit still for six and a half minutes, and so Freddie was like, "Well, we recorded it, so fuck you. What are we gonna do with this fucking song?" And when they were finishing recording the album, they were back here in the states, I think, in New York or in L.A. I think, yeah, I think it was L.A. Apple Studios, and Michael Jackson was there because he was friends with uh, with Freddie, and Freddie was like, "Dude, I recorded this six and a half minute song. What do you think?" And he was like, "Well, I'm thinking of scrapping it." And Michael heard it and was like, "Don't you dare scrap this." put this on there and freddie told him well the rep thinks and michael was like fuck the rep it's your song <laughs> fuck him yeah no he was literally like fuck the rep it's your song like if they want to take time off the album whatever but that's exactly what happened so um yeah we're we're not we're not we're not we're not uh we're not arguing like uh morphine is a song from michael we'll check it out in the post show good idea um we're not arguing who's more or less iconic or anything else. It's just that on a technical level, uh, like 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 DJ said, I believe Michael could have matched him, but he never did it sonically. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Like Freddie Freddie blew microphones out the same. Uh, <laughs> Michael like says Michael. no scrap better. <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah, Freddie blew out microphones. They had to switch to SM five sevens. Uh, or, or I'm saying SM58 stage microphones. Mm-hmm. Fucking Michael. Michael blew out goddamn stage microphones and studio microphones. Then they had to switch to the SM57B that had mm-hmm. enough fucking cardioid space in it so that you wouldn't blow out the goddamn thing. So, yeah, it, it's not a matter of, you know, 
just this yeah. that is just on a technical level yeah just yeah we're just going technical like if we're talking like full performance like you know like you know like you know this is it like this is the show i will always say michael jackson because goddamn that guy was a fucking living god and i'll argue with anybody you know like <laughs> that, 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 that you're the grave with that shit yeah, like it, it says otherwise. Like I'm a fucking Christian. I'll fucking say he's God. He's a God. Fuck off. <laughs> <laughs> you know, at the time, like, but uh, but yeah, no, <laughs> but uh, but uh, yeah, no, the um, but yeah, no, like, but yeah, no, we're just talking like just pure technical, pure work, you know, like yeah, Dead Man. Like I said, Dead Man makes some, uh, you know, like you know, very excellent points. Uh, but yeah, no, so. Like I said, but tr- trust me, like, you know, you know, not, not a knock on either guy because either guy are, uh, is like super iconic. Like, and it just comes back down to preference. That's all it is. But yeah, exactly. That's why I always say that down to preference because, like I said, like my favorite Queen song of all time, which is not even their, their, their uh, you know, they're, they're the most popular. Well, it's popular, but not most popular and not most best. And is the, uh, the show must go on, especially when mm. you know the story behind that. Yeah, so that's my personal favorite uh, Queen song of all time. <clears throat> what about Bradley Cooper? <laughs> I'm muting him. I'm muting him. I'm muting him. No. Wait, wait, hold on, Dead Man. He might legitimately have a a a, a good reason on choosing Bradley Cooper. So please, okay. great Robert, please explain Bradley Cooper. Yes, please. So, <laughs> oh, day the mic went back for this shit. Yep. Bradley Cooper has a vocal range not limited only to singing and music, but he literally has the range to go from, you know, playing the voice of a sad boyfriend in 10 Cloverfield Lane to playing the voice of an angry not raccoon to sounding like he's actually a country singer when he's in a movie with Lady Gaga. Freddie Mercury and Michael Jackson never went the range from raccoon to country singer <laughs> okay you're not wrong yes he is but, but oh my god i just wanted oh to see god. dead man's head smoke like. <laughs> dude he let the fucking blow up oh and uh mike as far as david hasselhoff goes i'd never heard any of his uh his songs not what <laughs> German has not heard David Hasselhoff's music? This right, I'm, way, writing, I'm writing that one down too. You are disgraced to the fatherland. Yeah, I mean, like seriously, I, I, I honestly, <laughs> I never heard. I didn't realize he made albums, but fuck, you know, fuck it, you know, on the post show, bring out a bring out a song. Yeah, you know, and, and I wasn't good. doing. They are not, not good. Great. I will say that. No, they're <laughs> awful. <laughs> they're they, terrible. They are. They are like I don't know how to I don't know how to equate it. This guy has sold more albums in Germany than anybody else has sold everywhere, anywhere else. Like David Hasselhoff's music is like Arnold Schwarzenegger's Japanese energy drink commercial. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. Wait, who's what? You've, You've never, never seen about Schwarzenegger's oh Japanese God. energy drink no, commercial. Oh my God. No, I, oh, yeah. I, I got it. I got Dude, it. Are I'm you going to hang out up. on the post show with us? Yeah. Yes. No, yeah, I'm, yeah. Doing yeah, I'm doing this so- now. And the I'm thing is, now. I'm curious about. I'm curious. I'm curious about trying it. I'm not gonna lie. I am curious. Yeah, because I got I got something for the post show, so I'm 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 hyped for it. <laughs> All right. Oh man, I don't but, know. You can argue a lot of people's technical ability when it comes to 
when it comes to singing or performing, like it all depends on which way this book, which way of the scope you want to venture to. Cause some people may be great singers, but their live shows are like, no, right. Some people are trash singers and need to only sing in the studio to actually sell, but their shows are fucking incredible. Like mm-hmm. Garth yeah. Brooks. Garth Brooks is a studio performer through and through at least vocally. But his yeah. shows, at least up until like the early 2000s, were fucking worth the $25 ticket price. I mean, that's what I can Yeah, my chemical romance. Yeah, that, that's what I was going to say. My hey, fuck Roman, you. Corn sounds great either way. No, no. They may sound great either way, but their <laughs> live performances are boring as shit. Because they're 50 years old. <laughs> no, bullshit. Okay, even shit. in the early 2000s, late 90s, 99X Fest, Jonathan Davis must have been fucking drunk as hell. He was. They're in their entire set because it was he just was. him on his little fucking like sexy lady mic stand. Like reading on that, reading on that son of a bitch. He was. He was. I, I know what, like I, what you're talking about. Like, yeah, I love corn. I love corn. I think it's a great metal band. But yeah. dear God, if that performance did not put me to sleep, but, <laughs> but also, but how I defend that is they also followed Rob Zombie. Yeah. I mean, it's so like it's like, wrong. if I'm going from, if I'm going from hot and high energy concert, like Rob Zombie, who has a giant metal robot dancing yeah. in the background to more human than a human. And then yeah. you go to corn who just has an oil field in the background and they're just playing their biggest hits. I'm like, Oh, yeah, Rob Zombie's got flamethrowers and shit. It's kind of yeah, hard Rob, to Rob Zombie <laughs> is a is a cocaine fueled acid trip, and then you go to Sad Boy fucking Corn. Not exactly a smooth transition. Like I no. know, but still, you could yeah, at least try like, like, a like Gothic Chechenian. Like, <laughs> but you could, but you could still try and hold up a torch to some of that, though. No, that's my point. They're on that, a different yes. level of performances, dude. You don't fucking expect Ramstein to go out there and sound like fucking. You know, if they were opening for, uh, I forgot her goddamn name, Taylor Swift. Like, Taylor Swift is not going to sound the same. Oh, those are two totally Don't you pull that shit. Don't you pull that shit. Or two different fucking channels. No, they're both, they're both metal. They are both no, metal. Not. Where you got re- yes, the fuck they are. Dude, yes, the if they're not the coming with show, that they count in the same category. You're yeah, not gonna yeah, have right. Ramstein and Taylor Swift at the same fucking. Yeah, show. what are you gonna have? A 15 year old girl yelling "Do host like at full like. Okay, well, I mean, I, at I the bonfires and amplifiers tour, Taylor Swift opened up uh, with her acoustic guitar version of "Lose Yourself." So oh, you Jesus. never know with her. Yeah, that's T what Sweezy mean. is a mixed bag. That's what, that's what i mean dude like fucking like you forget you forget fucking Ozfest, you forget skate fest where we had literal folk singers open up for fucking papa roach and shit like that like it was it was nuts in the 90s especially like you could they're on two different fucking levels How in the 90s ago? we had ice cube perform for a bunch of eight-year-olds at the nickelodeon house party like and then go and perform at fucking Ozfest with ozzy osborne he was an or open perform act. Or perform at the at the Family Values tour. Yeah, where it was yeah, Ice Cube and Corn. Yeah, which I don't know why. Can do it. I don't know why I'm bringing that up as a point of contention. Like I was alive during that time. <laughs> but let's. Like, you got. You just got to see this shit. Hold on. Speaking of cocaine yes. fueled fucking acid yes. trip. Yes, I'm, I'm so excited for this. <laughs> Oh, my God. 
Now, keep in mind, Arnold Schwarzenegger is my height. He's six foot two. Mike, I'll answer that question after the commercial. Like, it's there. It sells the <laughs> it sells the product, but it's fucking. What the me. hell? America, step your commercial game up for real. Right. Step the commercial game up. This is what you have to compete with. Nah, step it up. <laughs> yeah, step your commercial game up, America. <laughs> commercial game up the production of the production because that was that was i ass. have no idea what the fuck that was dude but like and, and those are only two of them there's even more insane ones that you know it's gonna take me a minute or two to find so i'm not really going into it but yeah that's why i say that's just like david hasselhoff's musical uh career because <laughs> in that country it sells the damn product but nobody else understands what the fuck is going on outside no, of that i don't care i don't care i don't even know what they're selling i just need that and then i will look it up <laughs> i just need the, i just need that commercial i just need that they're still around. club yeah they're, they're they're still around they're still around for those of you who, for the, anybody wondering that is that isn't energy drink still sold to this day and you can buy it on amazon is it i'm gonna buy i'm gonna United buy one States. i don't uh, care yes. i'll find a yes. way to get it uh, okay, honestly, I want to try okay. taking those before work. I well, I mean, if it makes you as fucking nuts as that, I mean, <laughs> if it gives me the same energy as Arnold Schwarzenegger in that commercial, I need five of them like today. Right? See, D- DJ's just taking a break because he's seen them. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, All right, I'm gonna. I was about to say, I'm gonna answer uh, Mike Smith in the comments. I seen corn when I was oh, God. It was a couple of years ago when. Uh, Rockstar Mayhem Fest was the thing. It was Corn, Rob Zombie, and two other big like metal bands performing. So it was a couple years back. So it wasn't here recently. I mean, but that I saw them in the nineties, two thousands, twenty ten. Oh, it was the twenty tens. I know that. I've seen Corn and Rob Zombie more times than I care to admit. Why Rob Zombie puts on a great show? I also kind of halfways know him every time he went to El Paso I had a backstage pass waiting for me it sounds like you're complaining about that my guy <laughs> it sounds like that's a bad thing yes yeah, it is like oh I had a backstage pass to Rob yeah, Zombie oh what oh, was me I can't believe I got a backstage <laughs> pass good <laughs> god seriously <laughs> bro, not a night with Sherry Moon Jesus what a cheap bastard I never know? actually met her. Never actually met her. Uh, I bet he would say this, I bet he would say the same thing about like other big names, like, oh my god, I got backstage passes to Trivium. <sighs> <laughs> oh great, slipknot sitting at the bar again. <laughs> I, I don't know. I don't know. Uh I don't know if I've actually told this story on this show, so I I'll tell it again. Um <laughs> Corn Fort Normal Wing, low life Fort tickets. Wing Normal <laughs> low life tickets. There is no such thing as low life tickets, man. Get your get your get your tickets and go watch go watch a concert, man. There is no such thing as, as bad tickets as long as you're there having an experience. I cannot uh, find Aliniman V on Amazon. Uh oh. 
They used to sell it. I guess they took it off. They sold it like no, <laughs> no. You can, you can find it and ship it. You can. I know you can. Like well, I checked two years ago. Like last it's time on we eBay. It. Yeah. Okay. Um. So uh, one day, one time when uh, Rob Zombie was in town, my oh, it's not even the drink, dude. It's just the fucking toy with Arnold Schwarzenegger in a rocket. Oh. Ship. It's... <laughs> So uh, one of my friends had backstage passes to, to Rob Zombie, and I was like, I think, 17 or 18 years old at the time, and we went backstage. So it was like and, the 1950s. Yeah. So uh, Rob Zombie was back there, and I was trying to think of how to talk to fucking Rob Zombie, right? Because I'm sitting there with my friend, and I'm just like, I don't know what the fuck to do. I'm not a rock star of 18 years old. I don't drink. Fuck, what? So then uh, I overheard him start talking about old kung fu movies and weird kung fu movies. And that's when I was like, aha, my chance. So <laughs> I walked over there and, it's, and like, I just interrupted. I was like, oh, hey, man, have you seen, uh, like, I'm not going to say the name of the fucking the kung fu movie, but it was super fucked up, like super, super fucked up. And uh, Rob Zombie looks at me and he goes, yeah, you know about that? I'm like, yeah. He goes, well, what about uh, like white-haired, white-haired, white-haired witch of the mountain? And I was like, yeah, I've seen that one too. And he goes, no, you haven't. And I go, yeah, dude, yeah, you know, the one where the weird scene, and like I described a weird scene in the fucking movie. DJ, you know the movie, White-haired witch of the mountain? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, I think I don't know this. I think I know the scene you're talking about. Like, yeah, damn. yeah, yeah. It's it's super fucked up and super fucking weird. And he was like you do know that one have you seen the second and third one and i'm like nice try there's no third one and he was like ah fuck you sit down man sit down so literally spent <laughs> ah, like fuck an you. Hour. <laughs> he, said, yeah, he said it just like that he was like ah fuck you sit down so like we also we, so, we just started talking about like really weird obscure like uh kung fu movies from like the 60s and 70s and he was like hey man what's your name and i told him my name he was like cool i'm gonna put you under movie kid though Whenever I come through, man, come hang out backstage. Just tell them that you're that you that uh I have a I have a pass waiting for you. And so, like two years went by, and you know he'd come and gone. But I was like, I wonder if he really meant that. You know, like I I I wonder I wonder if like it's probably fucking not true. So I didn't buy a ticket. I went to the I went to the concert. Went up to the Booker, and I was like, and I was like, hey man, there should be a pass waiting for me, uh, movie kid. And he was like, he was like, movie kid, yeah, okay, sure, but. I was like, could you check, please? Just just for my sanity, could you check? And he goes, fucking movie kid. Yeah, sure. Oh, okay. Um, <laughs> there you go. Yeah, yeah, man. Hold on. I'll get you a pass. And I was like, and I'm sitting there like, shit. You really did. <laughs> well, you know fuck? what? You know what, dead man? Huh. It's been how many years now? Try it again. It's, it's not, I'm, I don't live in El Paso anymore. Eh. Uh, Go okay. to El Paso. You make enough money as a truck driver. No. Uh, he but... says, fuck, <laughs> I am never going back to Texas. Nope. And uh, so, so like, so like every every year when he would come through with his concerts and stuff, yeah, I would go up and movie kid. And at, when I turned 21, we got I got drunk with Rob Zombie. <laughs> nice. And uh, it was it was it was nuts. So that's that. I'm not like, oh gee, I had to. No, I was like, wow, I, it was fucking real. It was fucking real. That was nuts. So, I mean, come on, I'm like we've all met celebrities. Yeah, at yeah. Some point, I met Simple Plan. That's oh cool. my god, what so, what happened there? 
Um, so it was based. So this was when Warp Tour was still going strong. Yeah, they call it the when we were younger show now. Oh my god! <laughs> I want to talk about that after this story. I want to get yeah, into we'll that after this yeah, story. Yeah. So when Warp Tour was still going on, Simple Plan was one of the big headlining shows, and it's like one. Of, it was just basically like a meet and greet thing. I stood in line for a good two hours just to meet Simple Plan to get them to sign the newest album they released and my ticket. And for some reason I dropped that album. Somebody stepped on it and I couldn't find it. Oh mm. no. Oh, I'm so pissed. Cause I had like all of the, I had like all of the band members sign that album. Damn. But I was walking and then somebody bumped into me. I dropped it and it just got stepped on and kicked. And I was like, Nope, I'm not even going to look for it here. Damn. So, so what, the, when, were, they, were they were they cool? Were they shit? Oh, the lead or? oh lead singer was cool. He's like, yeah, it was it's just basic like meet and greet shit. Like, hey, thanks for coming to the show. Da da da. Do you want a picture? Like, it was nothing too too fancy. Yeah. As much as I would have loved it to be like a more endearing experience, it really wasn't. It was just <laughs> here. Get the fuck out of here. <laughs> yeah, that that's basically what it was. I mean, I got told to fuck off by the lead singer of I Wrestled a Bear once. Oh, nice. <laughs> <laughs> I I, I fucked off by a couple of musicians. Yeah, don't worry. Don't yeah, worry about well, that. Well, I may. There was a female band performing, and I didn't know that she was like a couple people beside us. So of course, me being sixteen. I yelled out, show me your tits. And then I hear, <laughs> I hear from like a couple of people over. She's like, that's fucking wrong. You don't say that. Go fuck yourself. I'm like, okay, go do something with your life. Get the fuck out of the crowd. <laughs> and then I went to go see, I wrestled the bear ones on stage. Cause I like listening to them. Lo and behold, who was the front person on that stage? <laughs> I was like, I got told the to fuck off by the lead singer. I feel pretty proud of myself today. She knows I exist in some capacity. I know that's, that's definitely one of those. <clears throat> oh my oh. god, this soundboard. <laughs> oh dude, I, I have a I have a concert story that I don't want to tell on the main show, but on the post show I got one to bring up. Deal. Right. So uh I don't know. Yeah, let's let's talk about this fucking uh this this Mike Him and Paramore show, which is that's all anybody's going for. Yeah, I mean, there's, no, there's a lot of other good bands on there beyond My Chemical Romance and Paramore. Not just, I got to look up the lineup, though, because I don't remember. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> you don't fucking know because you can't fucking remember any of them. Well, because I know it's bullshit. If I know it's, if I know right, it's. So let's, uh, let's, let's run down. Let's run down this, right? My Chem, Paramore, AFI, The Used, Bring Me the Horizon, Taking Back Sunday, Dashboard Confessional. Alkaline Trio, the Manchester Orchestra, a day to remember, Pierce the Veil, the story so a day far. Day to remember, thank you. They're good. Dance, day to Gavin, remember, Dance, Mike Chem, AFI, yeah. The All American Rejects, Boys Like Girls, uh, the Car Seat Headrest, Sleeping Boys with like Sirens, girls. Knock Loose, JXDX, or I'm sorry, JXDN, Avril Lavigne, <laughs> uh, May Day Parade, uh, Miss Stones the White, Black Veil Brides, the Main Neck Deep. Ice Nine Kills, Census Fail, Bayside, uh, <laughs> Silverstein, uh, Palais Royale, the fuck, Pew Pew, 
Nessa Barrett, Wolf Alice. Like, what the fuck? Acceptance, Story of the Year, Bright Eyes, uh, Atreyu, uh, Little Honey, oh, High Girl, Atreyu, LA Dispute, Armor for Sleep, Jimmy Eat World, 303, State Champs, Four Years Strong, We Are the Kings, The Wonder Years, uh, Royal the Scapegoat, uh, the ready, the the ready set. Kitty, Kitty's gonna be there. Um, oh, okay. Uh, yeah, half the bands that I were told, that. half the bands that were on the lineup were like, "Why? We're all as shocked as you are that we got announced for this." Yeah, a lot of one hit wonders right. showing up to this festival. <laughs> uh, red jumpsuit apparatus. Hey, DJ, Ooh, the jump. horror pops. Uh, meet me at the altar, Linda, Linda's, and Prentice. Yes, I did. Now you're, you are I now see- feeling old and nostalgic. I thought I seen We Butter the Bread with Butter on there, but I guess I might have been wrong. Uh, I don't know. I'm going to share the screen. I don't know, man. It's like, a lot of good. Those, it's like, a lot of good some bands. Of those bands had good songs, but it's like, like We the Kings. I can't name. Any song by them other than Czechia's Juliet. You know, Story of the Year, they're good. A Day to Remember, they're good. You know, My Cam Fi, sure. But a lot of has beens in that list. Yeah. yeah. A lot Jimmy Eat World. Yeah. Like you Seriously, got I can't, the All American. Avril Levine even existed. It still exists. She just Avril dropped actually a new song. put out a just new album. A song. Yeah, not too long ago or a new song. Mm. She just mm. dropped a new song with Black Bear. Mm, okay. Mm-hmm. Oh, I mean, wow. Pr- I forgot to give a fuck. Hold on. Sorry. Oh, huh, 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 huh. There's, your, there's some... your fucking lineup. Wow. That's like actually it. appropriate. And honestly, I don't even like Paramore. Like, I don't either. Nah, not a big fan. And The Used, my favorite song with The Used is when they did with My Chemical Romance, their version of Under Pressure. That was it. Yeah, like a lot of these bands are only for people in their 30s and 40s that still listen to this type of music on the daily. Yeah, let me okay, yeah. Let's actually break down this list. By Chemical Romance, Paramount, a, a Day to Remember, and the rest. Pretty much, yeah. <laughs> well, bring, like, bring me the wrong. horizon. Bring me the horizon has their foot in that. Yeah, okay. In that I, I guess I can give uh, bring me the horizon, but yeah, pretty much everything else is eh, and the rest. Yeah, definitely. I, mean, I, 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 I listened to several bands on this list. I listened to Dance Gavin Dance, I listened to the story so far, I listened to Neck Deep, My Cam, of course. I love, I got a fucking tattoo of one of their albums. Uh, the rest of them, I can't fucking say I do. As Graves said, one hit wonders. Yeah. D- Some of them, DJ, not even that. DJ Hill almost slept with one of the horde pops. So, uh, oh, so oh. we're talking about this event here. You want to tell that story, DJ? <laughs> no. So, anyway, we're talking about this event oh, about on. these people, about these people who don't matter. <laughs> come on, DJ. Come on. No. Now, moving on. All right. All right. All right. Well, I mean, Kitty. Right, I'm not going to push. I mean, Kitty's a good band. Uh, yeah. Yeah, I mean, knock just, loose, knock loose is still doing going strong to this day. The thing is, is I haven't heard ninety percent of these fucking bands do anything in the last ten years. 
honestly like reading this Which flyer album is, like, is the tattoo um danger days danger days yeah i was wondering reading that too this flyer it's like uh it's not worth the ticket price to go see my chemical romance like that that's what i was literally about to say it is 225 dollars for one fucking day 450 for all three days no non-refundable non-refundable you pay it once you are done and fire festival part two yeah and that's what a lot of people are saying that's what a lot of people are saying that it's just fire fest part two and they have no idea how they're going to handle this many bands on only three stages three fucking stages that only is all they have i mean ozfest used to do it but Ozfest also didn't have fans as rabid. Uh, no, yeah, I can say that they didn't have fans as rabid as this. Like I can say with at least all, a certain amount of certainty. Yeah, it's. Uh... Yeah, well, you're gonna have a yeah. with with something like this. You're gonna have a lot of kid. You're gonna have a lot of people and a lot of kids that are coming from TikTok that have heard. Oh, Fair that's more. dope as hell. That's the one I got the spider tattooed on my foot. Well, Paramore, My Chemical Romance, Bring Me the Horizon. A lot of these pop punk bands are, they're going to have an audience coming from TikTok. And we know, unfortunately, kids nowadays don't understand concert etiquette like we all would. Like we all would. Like if I got my ass handed to me in a mosh pit, like if I got smoked in the mouth and I'm on the floor, they're not going to keep, you know, going hard somebody's gonna grab me by my shirt rip me up pull me up make sure i'm good yeah Yeah. get you out of the pit sorry kid you tried but now we need to make some space yeah we need to like we need to make sure that this still goes on but we need we need to get you out of here and get you safe yeah whereas like a lot of people that are younger like in their i would say 16 to let's go let's go real here 16 to 20 range they see mosh pit they're gonna keep going and they're gonna stomp on your head whether you're on the ground or not well, if they have anybody, if they have anybody in our age range that's going to be there, a lot of these fucking kids are going to got their going to get their teeth knocked in. Yeah, because like, I mean, this generation from TikTok that's going to concerts, that's the same generation where some of them, you know, went to see Travis Scott and woke up at a Juice World concert. Like oh. <laughs> <laughs> a mosh pit is not going to be a good thing for these kids. Oh, oh my <laughs> like, god. Two shows for the price of one. Oh, no. (laughs) I'm just saying. Like, this is the same kids that are going to try to be in a mosh pit crew with, like, 30 and 40-somethings that have have been dying to get back into a mosh pit because their retail jobs have been consuming their souls. And they have just been preparing. They got, like, that one right hook ready. They get like the for, fucking double windmill shit going, and oh. yeah, and they got God. they got that one person that just happens to like smack him in the face wrong, and it's just boom, strong right it's hook. It's fucking on, dude. God, dude, that is. That Officer, is... I got one question for you. Wait, uh... There it is. <laughs> just oh my god, that was dark. That was that was dark. a great one. Great that was Robert, a great that one. was dark. That was I was just saying one. that's what happened. Oh man, <laughs> especially when you have a data like. A day to remember, and you just hear the da 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 da. And as soon as let's go happens, you yep. either get in the pit or get the fuck out the way. Go buy a beer. <laughs> you, yeah, you got two options. You can either get in that pit and go hard, or you can get out. 
Mm-hmm. Uh, Mike's fucking lights go out and you just seat. hear the fucking and shepherds we shall be for thee, my lord. Oh, oh God. fuck, 1968. Stop. I'm I'm not joining in on this. No, <laughs> not doing it. Not doing it. This one. <laughs> well, the thing, okay, Mike Smith says a 40-year-old in the mosh pit worried about their arthritis. It doesn't <laughs> hurt when the adrenaline's going. <laughs> Okay, and, and the thing is, the forty-year-olds probably got some kind of health benefits that the sixteen-year-old doesn't. Yeah, I, so I got a job. I got a job with health benefits. You know what the fuck does little Timmy have over here? Fucking Skyler. Yeah, what the fuck? Dude? And that like, was. Oh God, damn it, Grave Robert! That was so good. <laughs> are you still? Are you still on him? I am. I, I am because like that was harsh, and I loved it. He's just man, like how often are you on Twitter? How often I'm, are you I'm, on Twitter? Because as soon as that happened, I seen that joke like four times on Twitter. Like, I'm just, I'm not on Twitter very much, but goddamn, it's just, it's just, it's one of those things. It's like that hurts so good, <laughs> and it didn't hurt me. <laughs> I met my deductible, right, Mike? Like, fuck, <laughs> like, 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 but that's just it, right? Like, like DJ. Like, this is around the time you started getting into this kind of stuff. I mean, like at our age, can you really see yourself paying anything for this for this lineup? For this price, no. It's just better just to wait these people to go on tour and just buy a, a separate ticket there. Yeah, because like, like look, 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 uh, look uh, wait, uh, w- w- uh, when are the dates are on this thing? October twenty second and twenty third. Mm. Yeah, the only time I can actually see you know legitimately going to something like this if it, it was like you know fucking uh, like like spring break you know like you know because you know that's where all the uh college students are out there just having the fucking good time like whatever price no object um but yeah no like if it, if it just because like for that you like you look for the experience but just if it's just going to be just to listen to these bands it's not worth the price you're really banking on more than just the bands but of course the experience as well and no there's like only like maybe like one or two bands on this whole damn list that I would I would consider uh that I would probably go to see and see in live, but for that prize, nah, fuck. Consider that. heavyweights, you know. Consider somebody like that that sold out massive stadiums, massive massive places. That's Mike Kim. Mm-hmm. I, I've never heard of Bring Me the Horizon or a Day to Remember selling out complete stadiums. I can see it for Avril Lavigne, but in this day and age, I don't think she's really that fucking relevant. I can also no. say it for Jimmy Eat World. I've seen Jimmy Eat World sell out fucking complete uh, uh, stadiums and stuff like that. The rest of these fucking guys, even Hawthorne Heights, even Hawthorne Heights, as big as they were, I've never seen them sell out something huge. Mm-hmm. Like, I can see like, 303 selling out a stadium. Maybe not a mega only- stadium. Yeah, like I'm not saying like a gigantic, you know, DTE size stadium, but you know, at least not a like decent Metallica size. Metallica and Moscow type sellout, you know, right? Not Mike Hem, not a Mike Hem sellout like that. Like, like if I'm looking at these, if they're if they're all going to be on the same fucking bill, I'm looking at them from a standard of Mike Hem, <laughs> you know. Mike Smith has a question for DJ. Why are you worried about college spring breakers when you have married women inviting you to a hotel room? 
<laughs> no, I, I, well, I was compared to spring break is actually more of the experience because, like, you, know, you look at college spring break, you know, it's not just music, but, you know, of course, dance, just just going off, just having a good time, not just focusing Party on just this one stuff. thing. Exactly. Not just focusing on this one thing. That's what I mean when I mean, like, spring break and shit. But when it comes Clapping to this, we, the when $20 we were young, Walmart tent. yeah, like, when we were young... <laughs> Jesus Christ. Anyway, but yeah, when it comes to this thing, like we are young, like the big thing is this list of bands. You know, that's what people are are primarily going for. Granted, you know, there'd probably be other stuff there, but this is the selling point. And no, for the price of like what two fifty for like what two hundred and twenty five one day. Yeah, one day. Fuck that. No, four hundred and fifty for both. And if that's all you're offering, is that lineup? Mm, 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 no, no. Like if you threw more big names on there, like if you threw an Otep or a Guar, like something more like that, I would heavily consider it. But a lot, like Dead Man said, a lot of those bands, I ain't never heard a fucking song out of any of them. But I don't think no. Otep and Guar really fit in the emo pop punk category, <laughs> especially Guar with the jizz cannons. Like that was an example. Those were the first two that came to mind. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Yeah, so for some like uh, for the price of admission, you know, you're gonna have to get like some really, really high level bands. And like, I'm surprised they didn't try to know, throw in Yellow Card. They might as well. Ooh. They might but, as yeah. well. Honestly, considering this list, they might as they might as well have Yellow um, Card. Yeah, like really... there's a lot of like ahead, these bands. There's a lot. Yeah, there, there's a lot of look. I mean, no disrespect to these bands. Okay, maybe a little bit how you take it, but a lot of them are dead weight. Let's just be fucking honest. They're fucking dead weight. Yeah. It's literally just something to fill out the card. And, they're and this starving their for their paycheck. That's why. They yeah. Like, they're, they're starving for their paycheck or they're trying to yeah. find some kind of relevance. It's like, you know, hey, hey, we're playing with My Chemical Romance too. Yo, guys, yo, come on. Bring some of that, uh, you know, that credibility over here. They should Romance. just have My Chemical Romance and then two stages of open mic and whatever band shows up gets $10,000. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, like something like that. If, if and, they had, if they had, if they had bands like even Edema or Corn or mm-hmm. even Rob Zombie, if they had some of these really fucking heavy hitters that were big in the early, uh, in the late '90s, early 2000s, I would be somewhat more understanding of the price. But no, so yeah. far I see, I see my chem, and that's it. And I see like the ones that sold out like literal fucking arenas and shit. Like I see. I'm Mike surprised Cam, honestly Adeline. that like they don't have shit like trapped on there, so you can go sing Headstrong. <laughs> you know what? Like, people, <laughs> or, I, I could see people Roach. pay for that just to you know, finally Papa get their Roach. hands on them. Oh yeah, like Papa I'd rather Roach. have Papa Roach than like I don't know, fucking Dashboard Confessional. Yeah, yeah. You know? See, yeah, with this price and this kind of event. What I look for when it comes to value is like, who are the bands is, is this going to bring the most spectacle? Like, like I said, like, yo, my Kim, like I said, you know, like the singer's hit or miss when it comes to live performances, but, but he can perform. Yeah. Uh, Dead Man's right when it comes to corn. Like, yo, like their concert, especially when the right, the right time, they're spectacles. Uh, freaking kiss, kiss uh, in the day. Holy shit. You know, like that wasn't just, that wasn't just a fucking concert. That was a fucking event. Uh, or throw like a falling I, in reverse in there, huh? Yeah, like a falling in reverse. Oh, there you go. 
or we you know, exactly go, like we could take the, out another band and replace it with the killers and then take another band out and put modest mouse back in there like there these you are go. the real ones you know yeah, exactly. these are the, the ones, ones that, that stayed are... alive like even after they stopped they they showed up in vines they showed up on tiktoks and shit but no Your friends like, yeah. ferdinand Fuck oh, yeah. we got fucking of asking alexandria of like, mice really? and men yes mm. Like these you know, are, these or are I all... set my friends on fire. Those are they still, they're still doing shows too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know, I know. Who well, and, and you will know us by the what is it? And you will know us by the bodies of the dead or something like that. What is the name of Dead Man Grave Robber and DJ's band? I'm glad you asked. It's called Brown Boys Pizza Party, and we're still <laughs> working on our debut album because. <laughs> Damn it, Mike! You got to start it. Album, our debut album is going to be so groundbreaking because every track is going to be a different genre of music, but the theme is going to be the same. Brown the theme is a surprise. <laughs> but we went from Brown Boy Pizza Brown Party. Boys Pizza Party, and the first album, our debut album, is going to be called uh, "Transsexuals and Jello Pudding." <laughs> Yes, and that's, that's in Jello title. pudding, not and Jello pudding. Yeah, <laughs> in Jello pudding, transsexuals in Jello pudding. Our our our, so. our old name used to be Diversity has been confirmed, but uh, we couldn't use that because we were two thirds German. So. Yeah. <laughs> so we went with Brown Boys Pizza Party. Yeah, well, at least all brown. Uh, Christ, that was horrible. That was horrible. I just realized what I said, and I'm. Yeah. <laughs> I just literally realized what I said. Like yeah. it was a joke, and I saw it, and I was like, "Yeah, it's a good joke." And then I realized, I'm like, "Bad joke." <laughs> hey, good joke. It's a great joke, even. But you need to stop. What the fuck? <laughs> oh my god! I why did I not catch that till literally after I said it? That, that was not a good joke. Oh my fuck! Oh, oh my god! I'm just glad that uh, I'm just glad that concerts and festivals are starting to come back around after last year of like nothing going on. Yeah. And this year we're just seeing like heavy hitters come out of left and right. I mean Slipknot's even doing a tour with I'm try I'm gonna try and say their name, but God knows I'm gonna murder it. It's horror, but the R's are replaced with nines. I don't know if you ever heard of them. It's like H O nine nine O nine. What the fuck? It's 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 uh one of those rap groups that does trap metal if you listen to that genre of music which honestly is well, not much trap. different than slipknot though because if you took out the screaming and the distortion slipknot is a rap group yeah like you have slipknot coming out with going on a tour with in this moment ginger cypress hill and horror nice see that sounds like a good ass show Right, like I would see that because I'd love to see in this moment, and I would love to I, see Cypress Hill. I would just love to have the chance to maybe have a single drop of Maria Brink sweat land somewhere <laughs> on me. I mean, you got you got a point, especially if she, she's singing horror, like in just that beat of sweat. Oh right in the my face. god! Like, oh yeah. The only thing that would be better than that is when she goes, "I can't bear your heart." She accidentally spits in my mouth. <laughs> Because tell me, how is she like five foot one and all legs? Why is Maria Brink so fucking sexy? I don't know. And her and just the way she can like talk and do that, like mm. 
talking and singing at the same time, it's still you, you yeah. question it. So yeah. uh, like the, the horror album is called the Sex Metal Barbie song. During it's the called first uh, Batteries Not Battery Not Included, and it's produced by Travis Barker. I would like to share. Movie. I would like to share the screen, but there's uh, illicit drug use happening, so I'm not going to. Mm. Um, post show. Well, we can check out one of their songs in the post show. I don't mind. I actually found uh, them out through. Uh, I don't know if you ever heard of the Needle Drop. Yeah, I've heard of them. Yeah. Yeah, he did a review of one of their albums, and I was like, okay, I'll check these guys out. And I listened to it. I'm like, holy shit, this makes me want to just punch people. They're very, they're very, they're very fuck you. Like uh, this, this guy's oh, yes. literally on stage in a camel jacket and a camel mini skirt, like I used to rock when I played in a band. Uh, it's just on stage with a mask. Like it's 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 pretty it's pretty out there. I like how punk these guys are. Like, so I, you I can really definitely do. tell they fit the bill when it comes to the other bands they're aligned with. Yeah, Cypress absolutely. Hill, yeah, I mean, they're they they get they get nuts. Cypress but... Hills to calm the crowd down before it's time to try to leave. <laughs> but uh, you got Cypress Hill going out before Slipknot. Come on now, oh, calm the crowd shit. down. Well, Cypress Hill's going before Slipknot. What the fuck? You're gonna ruin everybody's high. <laughs> like, and everybody's gonna be stoned. Then you just hear spit. It out, yeah. It's gonna go from like hits from the barn, you know, <laughs> and then all of a sudden, I want to slash your throat and fuck the world. It's like, whoa, dude. <laughs> oh, shit. stone as fuck sitting there with a beer. The vibe changed. <laughs> pretty well executed there dead man <laughs> i will say that is that is one band i will definitely put on the top tier list of people i've seen is slipknot they put on one of the best live shows i've ever seen Oh god. <laughs> I'm just glad the joke landed. I've seen a it, bunch of behind the scenes of Slipknot shows. Apparently Clown is a huge dick about the special effects for the stages though. I've heard. I've heard like the reason their shows are so amazing is because the effects have to be fucking perfect. Well good. And probably I mean, everybody makes sure they're perfect because Clown is a scary motherfucker and I do not want him swinging on me. He's what? Did six you ever foot seven? Yeah, did you ever hear the interview Corey Taylor did about Clown? Yeah. Because somebody asked him, like, why he doesn't talk, and he's like, because he has nothing to say, but when he does say, when he does have something to say, like, you listen. Yeah. So if you have have that kind of attitude and you're 6'7", it's like, (laughs) I'm not going to tell you especially. Cron, more commonly known as Clown, was born September 24th, 1969, and is 5'10". So who was the giant one? That's that's clown. Clown should be the clown is. I thought clown, uh, Mick. I think Mick was tall. Mm-hmm. I know Mick was a big burly motherfucker. Yeah, Mick Thompson is not a little dude. Yeah, I knew Mick was. I know Joey was the shortest one out of all of them. The tallest person in Slipknot is Jim Root. At what? Well, well, let's just say six feet six inches tall. Holy shit. That's excessive. <laughs> oh, if we want to talk, if we want to talk about great singers, let's not let's not uh, let's throw Corey Taylor in that mix yeah. of great singers. I mean, I simp for Corey Taylor. 
Oh, same right, here. So I got it here. So Chris Fenn is six three and a half. Joey Jordanson was five three. Jim Root is uh six eight. Uh Sid Wilson is five eleven. Corey Taylor is five eight. Uh Sean Craighan is five eleven. Mick Thompson is six four. Paul Gray is six one. But see, Paul Gray or Paul Gray, Mick Thompson's six four. But is also like three hundred and thirty pounds. Yeah, he's built like a shit brick house. Yeah, he's built like a shit brick house. He made his fucking Jackson and BC Rich guitars look like fucking toys. Like that's a big yeah. Just tiny, just tiny, like little things. Like when he performed, it was so funny because you got like this big burly ass, you know, box chest guy playing this guitar, and it just kind of looks all little guitar, just all scrunched up and playing it like nothing. And he's and he's all classically trained and shit too. So you're like, bro. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like you, he's, you, the, he's he's the one that taught Jim basically how to play guitar while they were a band. Yeah, like nice. That's, that's one of those like. Stop. <laughs> <laughs> just that one stone. Just imagine being that stoned. The vibe changes, and you look up on stage, and there's literally a six eight guy with that fucking mask on, just sitting with your fucking beer. Like, okay, for number seven, he seems to me like the kind of guy that, because he's really grumpy all the time too. I want to go. like. Um, <laughs> he seems to me like the kind of guy that almost had a career in professional football, but he got mad and stabbed somebody. Or wrestling. Yeah. Or just yeah. took it way, or just took it like way too far one day, and just took somebody's head and pinged it off a fucking yeah. bench. Yeah, or like wrestling, you know. And he went a little far with the steel chair and actually saw the other person's brain. Uh, so he just had to find something to pay the bills. So he joined a rock band. Fucking. Bing. Oh, it came <laughs> off. Is <It came laughs> that supposed to happen? Oh, props to the effects department. Damn, that looked real. Oh, it was real. Uh, I pinned him. I won. Oh, fuck. <laughs> but you, but you got to give him credit. I mean, if you want to be that much of a dickhead about the special effects and the show is that great. That's true. I mean, it's then working. You, then you are definitely doing something right. Like, I will gladly accept somebody being a cockhead instead of somebody being all gentle. Like, well, you know, we could do this. Guy's like, no, fuck. This yeah. needs to be like this, or you can leave. Like, get the fuck yeah. out. We will yeah. fire you, you right now. Did it. We'll yeah. try Job gone. Job gone. I saw an interview with Clown though, and he was talking. He was inspired, uh, especially with the pyrotechnics and Slipknot shows, by ACDC for those about to rock. And they had two cannons, and they fired simultaneously, and the two mm -hmm. smoke rings came and met perfectly in the center of the stage. And he decided whenever he has effects at his show, he wants them to be that perfect. Yeah, that's perfect. I wonder about funny clown that, that I heard. Oh, oh, go, ahead, go ahead, DJ. Oh, no. Like, one thing I heard about a clown uh, that I heard, I mean, uh, was I heard that his masks, every single one of them, they all smell fucking horrible. All of their masks do. No, but, really like his, but his is like it, like it, like especially bad. I and, met uh, them, and I really couldn't tell you which one is worse. They all fucking stink, <laughs> dude. They I could, all yeah, I could only stink. imagine how bad all of them would smell. I I would picture that the guys from Slipknot would smell worse than an after show slash. I can tell you that they smell better than an after show Rob Zombie. <laughs> Rob Zombie oh. looks like he smells bad before the show. Honestly, that yeah, that's true. 
Yeah. Jake's hat has dragon wings. No, like no, he smells he smells okay before a show because I've I've been backstage for like an entire show and I, he smells okay before a show, but like holy fuck afterwards where he, like he's just like, all right, what's up, man? Come on, like you're <laughs> 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 and they all smell like that because they're all coming down the line and they're just like what's up dude god god damn you know it's, it's physically assault to me and i don't know how because it's a gas i almost went to a slipknot show and i was so stoked for it uh, i was gonna go and hang out with my dad at his place in portland oregon right, right? and instead of Deciding to take time off of work and going to the Slipknot show, uh, I met my current ex-wife and ended up never going to the show. And now that I think about it, that was probably one of the shittiest self-care decisions I ever made. Shittiest self-care. Because looking back on it, you know, I used the phrase uh, ex-wife, right? Which would I have got more enjoyment out of for a lifetime? My ex-wife or a Slipknot show? Slipknot show. Exactly. You know, and then you start thinking about other things. You guys ever, you know, been texting? Right, we're not going into fucking therapy. Like we are fucking well, actually, technically, you could with me. So please, great yeah. Robert. Please so share. have you ever, you ever been texting that one person to like 3 a.m. and you guys are all happy and everything, right? Hmm. Tell Where us are more. they now? Yeah. Yeah, you should have just fucking slept. That's why I don't text anybody at 3 a.m. <laughs> you text me at 3 a.m. Well, yeah, because I'm up at 3 a.m. and I have no, and I don't want to bother anybody else. And I know your ass is up. <laughs> Ooh, I'm just saying, you know, you should have just fucking slept. Yeah. Anyways, this is the end of the show. We're about to head to the post show, so. You know, the mental health guy just kind of went on a tangent there. I, I see that, yeah. <laughs> uh, it is tradition. Gibby. Dragon wings, huh? <laughs> oh, son of a bitch. This is very small on my laptop, so I'm going to try my best here. Yeah! Did you like this show? Well, there's more content that you can get over at patreon.com slash vtnetwork. For $1 a month, you get the first blood tier, which you can get producer credit on every episode, Marine Mental Minute, and a minute with DJ. For That's all we th- can take. <laughs> <laughs> For $3 a month, you get the UAV tier, which is the producer credit on every episode, access to post show that releases every Wednesday, a minute with DJ, and Marine Mental mi- Minute. And for five measly dollars a month, you can get the airstrike tier, which gives you access to the monthly movie roast, access to the post show every Wednesday, name read out loud at the end of every episode, producer credit on every episode, stickers each month, which are dope. I'm a part of that. And the stickers they give out are uh, Mindifique. Giveaway every three months, a minute with DJ and a Marine Mental Minute. And as somebody who is a $5 patron, I would highly suggest becoming a part of that. Hell yeah. Yeah. And uh, you guys should have had you guys all should have your stickers by now. If not, please let me know. Uh, I did order the, the new ones should be coming in. So you're going to get a double dose of stickers this month. I had a problem with my fucking local post office. Apparently I was allowed to receive mail, but not send it. So that was a lot of fun. Uh, tell Carmen why she needs Patreon. 
she gets a lot more and you get you get stuff uh with with dj you get stuff with uh with dj and grave robber and um you also get to watch movies with us because we we have a we have a giveaway this month and we have another movie roast this month coming up so you get to do stuff with us and hang out with us and get even more content with us but uh grave robber mm. tell them about the uh tell them about the merch store man <clears throat> the merch store the merch store is really cool um we sell merch and it's like an online store uh i'm i'm not re- i'm not really sure what to do with my hands um so you know we, we we have some cool stuff and it's all like vt network logoed so like if you want to like buy like a hat or stuff uh you can just click on any item and you know kind of like change what item you're purchasing with the logo that you've selected um so like there's an example there a really cool looking like dad hat with the dead man phrase watch me give a fuck that honestly he doesn't use very often anymore which makes me kind of sad inside i do um watch me give a fuck Uh, We have t-shirts, we have short sleeve shirts, long sleeve shirts, no sleeve shirts. We have no shirt sleeves. (laughs) Hey, Uh, we've got hoodies, you know, so if any of our listeners are like myself and become recently single, you can just stock up on hoodies to leave at chicks houses so that they think you, you know, care and then never speak to them again. Jesus Christ. We've got our own stickers with our logos on them. If you guys want to rep that, stick it on your welding hood, stick it on your cell phone case, stick it on your car, stick it on your ex-wife's dog, whatever. We've got, speaking of cell phone cases, we've got actual cell phone cases for a lot of stuff. I don't know what kind of stuff, but it's stuff and things. We've got art prints, canvas prints, framed photo prints. We've got regular photo prints. We've got prints on metal. We've got wall tapestries, which, you know, in a pinch could double as a blanket, but we also have actual blankets. We've got bath mats. So that way, if you ever want to think about DJ while you're getting naked, getting into and out of the shower, buy a bath mat. We've got vote for Dick. I mean, we've got VT network pins. We've got the tote bags, which is what I think dead man should be taking his stuff to in the gym. So he can represent our own shit while we're out in public. I mean, I'm a host and a producer on the show and I have a VT network sticker right in the dead center of my welding helmet. Um, We got all kinds of stuff. We got coffee mugs. We've got acrylic blocks. We've got clocks. We've got water bottles. We've got backpacks. We've got throw pillows. We've got blankets. So that way you can be curled up in all the warmth and comfort of DJ and his loyal brown boys in the pizza party. Um, Mouse pads, desk pads, you name it. I mean, we're still trying to figure out a way, honestly, to brand our own condoms because I think that would be really fun. Um, I really really did send that email. I really did. I have seen crazy like branded condom packages and I'm like, why the fuck don't we have this? I got a buddy that has some. Yeah. Yeah, at, at least we're promoting safe sex, you know. <laughs> Do we have flasks? No, flasks are coming up in the in this shop. We are going to have our own. So, and do we have uh, ex wives and ropes? No, not yet. Unfortunately, not. But where where but do they get if this? If you stuff? are looking to purchase an ex wife, where uh, do they get our stuff? Grave robber with that. Um, online wonderful (laughs) 
I forget what the URL is, dude. I can't VT see it on top of the screen. Redbubble.com. And they do have a sale going on right now. So there is there is several discounts you can get. So vtnetwork.redbubble.com. Now, if you want to... Uh, yes. If you want to get in... <laughs> <laughs> oh, sorry, I had to burp. No, the thing you sent me, I had to burp. Uh, so if you want to get in touch with us, though, go to any of our social medias, which is VT Network number two at Twitter, on uh, Instagram, on Facebook. And if you want to get in contact with us, vtnetwork84 at gmail.com. We did receive an email. Uh, Grave Robert, do you want to go ahead and go over that? Like the whole email? Or no, 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 just, just some of the like highlights. The gist of it. Yeah. That, well, I did get a really cool recommendation. Uh, as far as since we've been talking about concerts a lot from our, our Patreon and our viewer and our dear friend, um, that his preferred seating in the concert is by the soundboard engineer, hmm. which honestly never thought about it, but makes the most sense because that's the dude that has to balance everything. That's where you're going to get the best sound. I love it. Also, we're working on graphics for some other stuff that was included in the email because I really liked a couple of those ideas. Mm. I mean, it was on, it was really cool to receive an email, you know, from a fan and not just like the post office. <laughs> <laughs> or I mean, me telling you guys to get fucking he knows ready. All we get, yeah, he knows all we get is junk mail, so he even titled it Not Boner Pills. And I'm like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Perfect. I will For click once. on this. Uh, so, yeah. So we are gonna we're gonna talk about that more behind the scenes. Just you know, get a, get some more stuff ready and going. But now that that's over, I want to think. Uh, well, you know what, uh, Gibby, sell your shit. All right. Well, if you like hearing my so sultry Michigan voice, butter Michigan butter through glass voice, oh, I run a podcast. Ooh. That's right. (laughs) I run a podcast called The Snuff Show, where I take everything you love and completely dismember it. You can find it on all podcasting platforms, Spotify, Apple Podcasts. If it's on a podcasting, there's a podcasting platform, it's on there. The Snuff Show. If you want to see The Snuff Show live, I host it every Tuesday, Wednesday, and Thursday at 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time over on twitch.tv slash podcast daddy. If you want to see all of my stupid thoughts I have throughout my day, you can go to my Twitter, which is twitter.com slash enough snuff. And the last one, I have been posting on TikTok a lot more recently because I get bored and it's fun. Just go over to TikTok and look up podcast daddy one. And that is Mm. all I have to show. Beautiful. So thank you. My show game has been getting better. Thank you very much to Paul Schreier and the Magic Squirrel Network for keeping us on and keeping us going because, uh, you know, without them, we would, we would literally wouldn't have a show. But I also want to thank all of our uh, producers of the v- of VT Network. That is Lofus. Hi, baby. The Grave Robber. That's him. The Raging Caucasian Cheyenne. Carol. Sherry Sphinx. Ashley. Gibby. That's you. Crocoduck <laughs> Scoop. Mike fucking Smith and Donnie Hengel. Thank you guys all so, so much for uh, everything you do, and we are going to have more content. We literally have content seven days a week uh, officially now. And uh, yeah. so uh, I don't know why my, my workout videos and stuff got taken down from YouTube. So I'm going to re upload those in a different manner. Uh, so 
thank you all so much. Uh, we're going to have a lot of fun. We're going to go to the post show and discuss some crazy shit. With all that said, though, we're going to get the fuck out of here. DJ. Fucking <laughs> 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 DJ. Oh, oh, shit. Sorry. Hey, all that job the podcast, Daddy. That, that, was, that was a nap for me. So, <laughs> what, 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 what are we doing here? I just wanted you to rest your back a little bit. Say good night, DJ. Oh, yeah. Good night. Like right now. Ha, 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 ha.